Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Back everyone to another awesome episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. This is Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and depending on what you may have heard on the official forums, we are not canceled. I don't know where that crap came from. <laughs> uh, we are a Quest Gaming Network production, and we're available for download on iTunes, the Stitcher Radio app, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Freydas. I'm in love. Yay! <laughs> the third of Sun's Height. Happy 4th of July, everyone, and a big thank you to our servicemen and women at home and abroad. Also, thank you to our resident veteran, Rob Rage Philosophy, Aww. for his sacrifice and service to the good old U.S. of A. As a side note, freedom is not free, folks, nor is it ever convenient. Uh, it's a natural right of all people, yes, and keeping it from governments who seek to take it in drips and drabs over the slow tick of time is the challenge of any generation. So please keep that in mind. I am your host and fellow Tamrielic traveler and non-punching ninny, <laughs> Eve Varwin. <laughs> oh, Dragon Age. Oh, Dragon Age. <laughs> And of course, that uh, that 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 uh, gimbal, goofing lady what? over there. Uh, if Gambit had a mistress, it would be our Liz. Liz, Mistress LeBeau. I like that. I also, like that. happy birthday, Mom. She doesn't listen. H- happy birthday, uh, Mommy, Mistress LeBeau. Ew, that just sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um... Call me mommy. Ah! <laughs> now it's getting weird. Now it's getting weird. <laughs> well, there used to be a street named after this man, but it was changed because no one crosses him and lives. <laughs> Rob, Rage Philosophy. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Chat room, thanks for uh, sticking around with us. Or coming back. Either, either case works. And from beyond the ether of reality... And the fog of time, this man comes, bearing knowledge of wisdom and historical texts. Mike, the Tamrielic historian! The rumors of our death as a podcast are greatly over-exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> and he would know, because he comes from the ether of reality. From this place called IRL. Yeah. No, IRL doesn't exist. <laughs> And uh, and that that sultry voice that you hear over there, we'd love to introduce a man who can confirm he is actually better than you are, and you will be made aware of it. Yandros, oh yeah, the Altmer. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Good to have you on. Thanks for uh, being our special guest. 
Yep, thanks for inviting me. Um, all right, well, our show is sponsored in part by our listeners and five-star reviewers, as always. Uh, Dan Wilson, also known as The God of Radio, says this. Uh, this is the second anniversary of my discovery of QGN. I can't tell you how grateful I am to have found you. You aren't just family-oriented. You are family. And I'm profoundly grateful to be a tiny part of it. Thanks for all your hard work. Love you guys. Dan. Ah, Dan, that hit me in the feels, man. That's awesome. Ew. Thanks. Huh? <laughs> Where are those located? I've never seen those in uh, a cadaver. Right below the cockles. In the Maybe cockles in the of my heart. Area. <laughs> 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 there is your Dennis Leary quote of the day. <laughs> hey! <that's> a... <laughs> anyway, uh, and of course... <laughs> James G, a.k.a. Mordecane, who says, Mordecane thinks this show is awesome. Mordecane sounds like something I would take to go to sleep. Uh, yeah. It sounds amazing. Could use a little Mordecane in my life. Uh, Mortrin and Lidocaine. And also by who else, Liz? Who else has sponsored us this who week? Who else? Um, all, all, by TweakedAudio.com. It's where you get quality headphones, free worldwide shipping, and 30% off with our code off the record, all one word, at TweakedAudio.com. And... By audible.com. Okay. Audibletrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. Get a free audiobook. Uh, this is something wonderful for the summer so that you can listen to books while driving cross country. Road. Not All right. On a road, but to road. To road. road. To yeah. road. To that guy named That Guy Road. Yeah. To Blave. To Blave. To Blave. <laughs> probably owes you some money. <laughs> Go through his pockets and look for loose change. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> Why, uh, okay. And also <laughs> by this week's five star reviewers on iTunes uh, Chai Bears 24, 024, Dishruzi, Collateral D, and anyone? Uh, that is it. That's it. And for those that are interested in the Audible trial, you know, if you didn't know, The Princess Bride is actually a book. Really? Is the Never yeah, Story book? on there? That would be awesome. Oh, I don't Bye. know. But, by you know, S. Morgenstern. Yes. <laughs> by <laughs> chapter one. Yeah, as, soon as, I, as soon as I finish listening to Game of Thrones, I'll be on the Princess Pride. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wesley will come for her, though. Yes, you're very smart. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that movie. That's such an awesome movie. It really is. It is. That is. It really you is. totally want to be a Nigo Montoya, don't you? <laughs> you do. You would be. You would be that guy that would like, yeah, if something happened to your dad or somebody in your yeah. family, you would just swear revenge and you would have it. And and I would I would go out. And you know what? It was always like a funny moment in the movie when he brought it up, but then at the end, like it was really badass. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You want to be that guy. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, you do. I, would you I stop saying that? <laughs> stop saying that. Well, <laughs> so Rob, uh, why don't you pull us all together? Why don't you tell us what uh, what we're actually going to be doing today? We are going to be talking about games such as ESO and Oblivion. Mm. Might throw in some random other games in here that are irrelevant, um, but probably not. Our discussion topics uh, include updates from ESO Live, which occurred yesterday rather than today. Uh, lots of them. Holy smokes. Also, 
Paul Sage and his brightly colored shirts are no longer at Zoss. No! And why we're not surprised. Uh, also, a special ESOTR announcement. Stay tuned. Dum, dum, dum. Uh, for Tamriel's rumors, impending Imperial City information incoming and what we want to hear. Plus, we got the crafting table, rage of the week, and emails. So stick around. Uh, but first, we've got a couple of things we'd like to mention, right, Mike? Yes. Uh, the weekly updates. So the PC players know that our updates come on Mondays usually. But the weekly updates for ESO on the consoles will occur on Tuesdays for Xbox One and for on Wednesdays for the PlayStation 4. These updates will happen between 6 and 10 a.m. on both the North American and European server. And if you're on PlayStation, it'll probably take you 16 gigs in two days because Sony will make you reload everything. Mm. Yeah, Andros, as, a, as an Xbox One player, do you think those mm -hmm. updates are happening at the, the perfect time? Yeah, it's okay. They're good. And I'm not having, not having any issues so far. Not having? All right, well, that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike, would you mind just uh, kind of carrying on through the, the rest of these these quick dimensions that we got? Yes. Thanks. Uh, a Brand new mount is coming to the store and is temporarily available. The Frostmare, which cost, ready for this, everybody brace yourself, mm. 3,000 crowns. It will be available on the Mac, PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 stores until Tuesday, July 7th at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. 30 bucks. Are you kidding me? For a horse that will give me frostbite on my butt. <laughs> Not only your butt, but other places. Yeah, mm. it's pretty uh, yeah. cold. Yeah. We're riding, we we're riding about, them earlier. We talked about that, but as droggers, you know, those fell off years ago. Exactly. Uh, Rob, in regards to this, you got anything else that you want to maybe add to the, to the, the frosty You've already mirror? got it, don't you? Um, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. I can't yeah. help it. I kind of want to get one because it's limited time. And when they say limited time, and it's That's how they get you. That's how yeah. they get you. Yeah. see... No, like, uh, you know, I've already, you know, publicly announced on this show that I am obsessed with freezing things, you know? Like, so when, when this came out, I got all excited. Yeah, it looks cheesy. Is it as, you know, cool looking as the uh, Nightmare Courser? No, but I still got it. Oh, my God. I just realized I had a, I had a, a horse that was ice toy of She-Ra when I was a kid. I loved that thing. Now I have to get one. Wait, are you talking mm. about She-Ra the... Princess of Power. Princess of Power. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For the honor of great... Notice she says honor instead of power. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I did. Somebody else has the power. Right. You know, I got my first kiss when I was wearing a She-Ra costume when I was six. <laughs> anyway. Tim, was it in the back of a Volkswagen? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Princess Leia. I know what you mean. Slave Leia. <laughs> Whatever. I love... I got, it speaks for itself. I got nothing on this. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, Liz, you're you're awesome. <laughs> oh, what do I do now? Come no, on. nothing, nothing. Every time he says that, I, I, every just, time he says, Liz, you're awesome, I've done something really ridiculous. Because everyone, like, well, you said something really ridiculous, but I really appreciate your humor. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Um, like when you say "bless his heart" or "bless your heart," Liz. Ah, uh, time to duck. <laughs> when, ladies and gentlemen, when a southern woman says "bless your heart," just run. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> she does not mean it. No, she wants to kill you. Um, Rob, 
uh, we got a thing on on Dancing with Daggers here. Do you have a, an update on this? Uh, actually, I do. Yeah. Um, I stated last week as well that uh, when Elder Scrolls Off the Record is going to be recording on a Friday, uh, which also coincides with the day that Dancing with Daggers is going to stream, uh, Dancing with Daggers is going to start uh, roughly 30 to 45 minutes after Elder Scrolls Off the Record has ended. Uh, but any other typical Friday night, uh, it's going to start up at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you're uh, uh, just catching this for the first time, it's a lot of fun. Basically, myself, for each Philosophy, as well as uh, Ray, Stendar Guild Leader, uh, Tim Twig, and... Um, Carnegie, a.k.a. Mark from Classic Elder Scrolls. We just form up groups and get into all kinds of havoc and uh, mayhem, and it's a lot of fun. We listen to some uh, groovy tunes, mm. and uh, <laughs> uh, it's groovy it's tunes like groovy Master, Master, Master of Puppets. Well, I mean, you know, I, I do have a groovy, <laughs> you know, playlist, but like, if, if it's been a rough week, yeah, then then I pull out the metal. But uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's still a lot of fun. We. We're just we're just four people that play on the Daggerfall side that are having fun. That's all it is. So, um, but yeah, usually 10:30 p.m. on uh, Fridays. Uh, and if Elder Scrolls Off the Record records on a Friday, then we will be 30 to 45 minutes after. Well, good news on next week. Uh, we're either recording. We're probably going to record on a Monday next week, just so you know. But of course, you know that depends if my um days off remain intact which they very <laughs> well may not so uh, depends on what happens tonight and tomorrow night huh uh yeah yeah it it does i go back to work on tuesday so you know we'll we'll find out what happens uh, the the notifications come flying in left and right so we'll we'll see what happens hopefully we don't have to cancel for next week but that's a strong possibility as well um all right. Uh, I am fully aware that I yet again forgot last week's gameplay challenges. Uh, <laughs> Didn't I message you at like three in the morning that night and like realize, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, dummy? It's like, damn it, God. <laughs> so well, see, his job is to remember them, and the rest of the host's job is to make him forget them. Right. You, you know what ends up happening is is um, I uh, we're we're we. I have it right here in the notes, but but we we go through the the gameplay section and and you know we love talking about our gameplay, so we go a little long. And I'm looking to you know bump out so we can at least make the rest of the time for the show with everything else, and then it just it becomes overlooked. But um, anyway, uh, so gameplay section uh, is next right after our fancy little bumper. Alright folks, and we're back. Gameplay time, fellas. Uh, so so here are your challenges for this week. And uh, we've actually been getting some pretty good feedback. Um, people last week, they noticed, they're like, hey man, what what are my challenges? I, I didn't hear them. Uh, did I miss something? And yeah, I liked hearing that. It means like, you know, some of you guys out there really look forward to this. So that's Aww. cool. Uh, this week's gameplay challenges are focused on exploration. Just so you know. Uh, number one. 
Take a screenshot of an interesting scene in ESO that's not marked on the map, and then email it to us at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. Craft what you believe to be a balanced spell in Morrowind. Then tell us about it. And in Oblivion, travel to a random city, help out a random NPC, and then tell us what you get as a reward. Of course, um, if none of that is... uh, uh, interesting for you. You can always come up with your own unique challenge. Again, we're trying to focus on exploration this week, so uh, make up your own unique exploration challenge and send us your story and uh, your what whatever you got out of it at uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. I really like the first one because currently I've got two paintings going right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is on a very end of the, the you know, the, fini- the finishing touches are being put on. So, you know, I'm always looking for uh, something new to paint. So if some of these come out and they're really, really good, forward them on to me. That way, uh, <laughs> you know, I might pick one and use it as a painting uh, subject matter. Excellent. That's cool. Um, all right. So so we've uh, we've got we've got quite a bit that's um, that's been going on. Um. Why don't we uh, Why don't we start off with Rob with Rob this week? Rob never goes first. Yeah, Rob, you never go first. <laughs> <laughs> See how long we can get this gag going. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, uh, What'd you do in uh, in ESO this week, Rob? All right, yeah. Um, I, I I played uh, ESO exclusively this week. Um, much like last week, I was very tunnel visioned, but but this week I wasn't nearly as tunnel visioned. Um, I worked uh, a little bit on both my sorcerer and my dragon knight, um, and you know, of course, you know, running around with my nightblade as well. But um, it's it, it's hard because once you have hit VR fourteen um, with one character, it feels like. Ugh, I mean, I, I can't even think of a good analogy. It's just slow. You're like, yes, oh my god, I don't you. want, I don't want freaking do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I, I like my dragon knight. Uh, I like my sorcerer. Uh, my templar doesn't have a prayer. Uh, templar is still only eighteen. Uh, <laughs> Templars praying every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please, yeah. please don't get rid of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. templar is is. Just sitting there is basically a pack mule at this point. You don't um, like Templars? Uh, you know, I, I I believe that that every player has that one class that they just don't like. Yeah. And, and and for me, it, it's Templar. I've tried I've tried stamina builds. I've tried magicka builds. I just can't get it to work. Or at least like I, I can get it to work. It's just not fun. I, I don't know what it is. Have uh, you tried healing? I have. Okay. So it's just I like, was just about to ask that, and then I realized he tried healing once, and he was drunk off his butt. <laughs> <laughs> but rage, rage, there's a couple things like that you can do to make him more like your Nightblade. So there's that charge one there, yeah. uh, you run in with the spear, and then you get the bash going on your on a shield and sword, or a sword and board, or whatever you want to you know have as your weapon. Yeah. I always find that to be pretty cool because it's like it's almost like the teleport strike for the Nightblade, and then you just smash and face. Yeah, yeah, eventually. But you know, he just I'm, doesn't want to. I, I just, yeah, I just don't want to. Well, you know, like, like Rob said, you know, every player has got that, you know, 
that class that they just don't really interact with for for whatever reason. And and, and I gotta actually speaking of not not interacting with um and, be, and I'm being rude. Uh, we have a guest here, and <laughs> we haven't really like properly introduced Yandros. No one really knows anything about him, and I, I hate to be rude to Rob, but I kind of have to just for a quick minute um, remember myself and and say welcome Yandros and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yep. Well, good evening. Um, played the game for a while. Played it since beta, and I spend most of my time healing these bunch of reprobates running around Craglorn. Um Finally, they've got themselves to feel. Uh, 14 and uh, we can actually complete the content <laughs> so, this is true that, I spend my time fishing feeding my horse um, and just trying yeah. to do stuff you and the fishing people. like you know for as much as I fish this man has like he should go out and play lotto tickets for the luck he's had mm-hmm yeah, it's like I've got four now four of those perfect rows and it's taken a couple thousand fish to get to he pulls what 40 fish yep and how many did you get Two, three, right and in a row. Two of them, right after each other. So I don't know what the what the big issue is. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow, burn! Uh, yeah, we're sitting there in Craglorn waiting for you yeah. guys, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! I have a perfect row. Oh, look at yeah. this! I have another one." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> well, I didn't realize, but the first time I saw that glowy effect around you is the fact you found a perfect row, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." And it happened again. I thought some, I thought somebody put a spell on me or a healing me or something. And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Oh. <laughs> Found another one. There it is. There's, there's another one. Um, Yandros is uh, is part of our guild, uh, ESOTR Akatosh, and um, also uh, he is a uh, a member of a static uh, group that we've had in Craglorn uh, for the last couple of months. Now we've we've only had a couple of sessions of. I, I mean, I wouldn't say a couple, but we're only we've only been able to meet um, you know once every couple of months because you know schedules are, are hectic and whatnot, but. Uh, good old Yandros, uh, stuck all the way through, uh, to, to this. Uh, first you were healing us, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. then, uh, Liz took that, that spot. Um. Yeah, it's actually pretty easy as a VR14 sorcerer healer when you've got VR1s trying to do Craglon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then how come we died so much and I got frustrated and left, huh? Yeah, very little health. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, plus, you know, at the time we uh, we had some some different group mechanics going on. Um, yep. We we had a uh, a dress wearing tank. Um, hey, look, that was the thing at the time. <laughs> Apparently. Plus, I suck at tanking. <laughs> and my night blade still hasn't changed. He keeps pulling all of the mobs before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we ready? Okay, pop off, uh, snipe. Oh crap! Here they come. Bam, bam, bam. Hold on, Liz is still jumping. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just uh, waiting for you to stop fishing so that I could we could go. Where'd Liz go? Oh, there was a uh, Nern Crux back there. Or, oh, no, that is no, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, back over to Rob. Um, I'm tell us uh, again. You know what? What else has been uh, been going on for you, Rob? Well, basically, um, you know the the aforementioned sorcerer and dragon knight. Here's why. They have been where they are for the longest time. One word, Grotwood. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why. Like I, I I got both of them through the main content, beat the main story, uh, moved on into silver content, and I just I burned through Ordon. I like the Ordon 
environment. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love it. As soon as I get to Grotwood, brick wall. Just, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I have to force myself to do it. So fortunately, my sorcerer, I was able to get into Green Shade. So she's in Green Shade. I'm done with, with Grotwood. Just powered on through, stumbled into Green Shade, and then that was it. Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, like the best way of doing it is I, I just really stopped paying attention to the quests and dialogues and all that other stuff because the only the only dialogue option in the entire game that really matters is the Mage's Guild storyline. No, no spoilers, but right. everything else is just moot. It, it really doesn't matter. So I just you know everybody has like their their key for you know cl- you know clicking through everything is E mine is F so I'm just F F F F through everything it's like okay yeah good great wonderful shut Watch up give me the, give me the reward <laughs> and and just move on to the uh, you know to the other nice. location so that's that, that's what I'm doing now with uh, with my dragon knight um, and you know that I, I ended up stopping a little bit because I wanted to jump back on to my nightblade and get back into Cyrodiil. Which leads me to a little mini rage of the week, is that several of our guildies. Yeah, oh, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> bumpers as long as as the uh, as the as the mini rage is gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> mini bumper and, for the mini rage. <laughs> you know, uh, I've, I've had a couple of uh, of the Stendar guildies that have said, you know, well, hey, if if you if you really want to do Daggerfall uh, Covenant uh, PvP, you should come over to Chillrend. So I'm like, okay. So I do. I pay. <laughs> I pay my five thousand AP and give myself that three day lockout, and I go into Chillren. And you know what I see? I see nothing but a big freaking red ring that extends out with these tendrils, where like everything in Cyrodiil is red except for two yellow keeps and two blue keeps, and those are the keeps that are at the entrance points for those factions mm. that can't be taken. Yeah. So it's like, ah, so Chillrend <laughs> is the place to be if you're DC. And I posted this on Twitter. I saw more Sky Shards in Cyrodiil than I saw DC players on Chillrend. <laughs> so it's like, all right, Neil, sorry. I am currently waiting, and probably tonight after the show is when that cooldown is going to be up. I'm going back to Hatteras. I mean, at least Hatteras is where the somewhat, cool kids play. It, it, it is. I mean, that's where the cool kids play. At least there is a decent three-way battle. Sometimes a DC has it. Sometimes an AD comes in, an EP comes in, and it's it's just a constant power struggle, which is what it should be. It's fun, and it, it, like it's. Ugh. So right now I'm guesting on Hatteras, so I can at least go in there and enjoy myself for the most part. But yeah, Chillrend is not what it was two months ago. Come on, wake up, people! Two so. months ago, yes, there has been a resurgence in uh, in Hatteras. Uh, all the DC have migrated there, um, but I, I have a feeling that they're going to migrate back after they've you know decided, hey, we're too good for this. It used to be that there were DC nowhere on Hatteras. Well, which is which is fine, you know, and it, you know, come as it may, you know, we're, we're expecting some changes with you know with these campaigns later. I'm sure that that that's going to affect things, but just for the fact that you know, I ended up going into Chillrend, and it's, I mean, at the same time, there were no EP in there anyway. It's like they just came in, took all the keeps, and then oh, let's go do something else. 
Yeah, they did. The Hatteras. Yeah, so, they went back to Hatteras. Like, all right. But, uh, but I, I spent a, a good amount of time uh, trying to make uh, a little bit of money. Uh, I, I absolutely suck at making money in this game. Oh, tell me uh, about it. I hear that. Just like I've been, you know, doing a lot of stealing. Stealing seems to be my biggest money maker. Just uh, uh, sell some guts. Yeah, worms. Yeah, yeah. worms. Shout too. out to, shout out to anything, who sent me worms this week. Anything fishing hey, related? Just sell it. But um, no, I uh, a little bit earlier today, uh, I was running around Cyrodiil. Um, since I, I was off work today, uh, and I, you know, I got to see like what Cyrodiil's like on a typical work day, and it is empty. I mean, it is yellow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was blue. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. It was blue. Liz, uh, get on that. We had no. a no. Ha- had had a pretty fun skirmish at uh, at Alessia for a little bit, and then it moved up to Blue Road, and uh, Yellow came out for a little bit and got stomped, and then like disappeared, and then for the rest of the day it was like blue and red, um, but then like all that kind you know kind of died down a little bit, so I, I just went sky shard hunting, and that's where like I really had that that fun experience of going in. Uh, you know, getting sky shards, and then all of a sudden, hey, something hit me. Oh, it's a yellow. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But at, at sometimes point, you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. It's, exactly. Mounds and Almond Joy. <laughs> but uh, I, can't, I, I can't remember the names of the delves in there, but uh, uh, there was one, it has like five bosses in it, and I'm in there trying to, you know, you know do this because I'm a completionist. I'm trying to get all those delves. And this EP was in there, and he was, you know, he was a Nightblade. He stealthed. It's almost like he and I saw each other, and then immediately stealthed and back into cloaking. Each other. Yeah, <laughs> and and we had this invisible standoff. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody moved, and it like finally I just was like, okay, and I ended up putting a bombard or a, was it like arrow spray or whatever. It's, it's the the cone effect with the bow. I put that on and I just fired it once. It hit him. It dropped him out, and I was able to go in and just you know kind of punch him in the face. Uh, and then that's when I realized he was uh, he was a VR three. Like, oh, I just beat, <laughs> I just beat up a third grader. <laughs> so, like, okay, <laughs> beat up a third grader. But like, uh, but I ended up uh, ended up getting these bosses, and on my way out, on my way out, I see this. I think it's level twenty eight. It's like, yeah, I get ganked a lot. Yeah, why not? So I used Snipe on this guy, fully expecting to, okay, I'm just going to run in with my two hand and start punching him in the face like, right. you know, like Nightblades like to do. Yeah. I one-shotted this poor guy. <laughs> with Snipe? <laughs> with Snipe. Wow. Like, I mean, like, pulled back and, no. and he's dead. Wow. Like, Oh my god! How much? Like, I mean, did you have your recount running or uh, no? Or? I, no, I didn't because ah. it it it, uh, it it impacts my FPS when I'm in Cyrodiil. So I shut off my my recount while I'm in there. But um, it was just unbelievable. Like I had never done that before. I've never one shot a player before. So this is the first time. Wow. Now, granted, okay, before everybody's like, oh, he's only level twenty eight. I'm not proud of that because he's only twenty eight. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting him to go down so fast. Uh, so now, like, okay, I can see why people hate that ability. Yeah, but, powerful. 
But it was fun. I ended up getting probably about six skill points worth of sky shards today and discovering locations. Got a couple uh got a couple champion points. Uh it was it was a good time. Nice. Sounds good. So Um Alright. Well well uh Mike, Yandros, Liz, myself, um I think we all kind of have the same gameplay for the week here, and uh and that is that we have completed uh, Craglorn in our, our little group. Finally. Finally. Yeah, a big, big round of applause for you guys. Yay. Yay. Craglorn. Yay. Completed Craglorn. Thanks for the jazz hands, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's applause in uh, sign language. Oh, is that? Okay. I actually was talking. Of course, my microphone was off. Yeah, this is the reason why when people ask me, hey, can we do stuff in Craglorn? I have to say no. It's been months that I've had to turn people down, feeling bad because they need help, and I can't do it because of this group. Um, okay. but, oh, sure, blame us. But we no, did it. Now I feel really bad. <laughs> no. All that hanging around waiting for you people, and now I feel really bad. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't feel bad at all, do you? Nah, not really. No. <laughs> He's waiting around for us to get, you know, get in our, our crap mm-hmm. together. Uh-huh. It's like these VR3s, what the hell? What are they doing? Yeah. Hey, at least I got a lot of fish. <laughs> now, Yandros, um, in the beginning of this, now we, we started this group probably, what, in like November? Mm-hmm. October? Yeah, maybe before. And yeah, it could have been last August because I just remember there was just a time where uh, I gave up. I was angry. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it started off one night. We thought, hey, it'd be great if we just went off into Craglawn and started doing these quests. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then it it snowballed from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then Yandros became Hitler and made us do everything. I felt like Gandalf, <laughs> Gandalf half the time because he's like leading you know like the fellowship around. Well, that's exactly the way it was. That's 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 uh-huh. kind of how it was. Um, had it not been for for Yandros uh, showing us like you know okay we do we do this quest and now we got to go to this next one like I mean he had. He had everything planned out for the most part. Um, all we really needed to do was just sort of get together, and and he knew what was going on. So so yeah, I can understand that. It, it definitely felt like that for us. He's like uh, travel to this way shrine. Uh, what way shrine? We don't have that unlocked. Okay, just port to me in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> travel to me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's move on. Um, so so then. Uh, Yandros, obviously, you know, you, you knew, um, quite a bit of, about Craglorn when we just started this group up and, and you were willing to, to go backwards mm-hmm. and not accrue anything at all for yourself, barely any XP, uh, not even com- quest completion. Just, you know, you've done these quests already and, and you kind of just went in there and said, Let, I'm going to catch you guys up and then we're going to go. I mean, tell us, tell us how, like. How uh, tell us what you were doing, who you were running with, um, to get yourself up to you know uh, a particular point, and then when we came in and you, uh, where where were you with that? I was just running the group, so I was just joining. You know, everybody knows Craglon is really hard to get into groups because mm-hmm. everybody's at different stages, different points, and trying to find groups that had the same it before the patches came in. If you get to the same point, let's all run it, and then you find that half the group don't have the right area, so. I got to a certain point and just like, yeah, no, we really need to get a proper group. And that's when we started talking and said, let's just run this through. So I think I kind of got maybe about halfway in before we started. And then we started getting it. We all got to the same point and then we went from there. And then, of course, we got the mix between upper and lower Craglon. 
you have to finish out lower craglon before you can finish up a craglon, and there's certain quests that you have to do in certain orders. And then you got a whole bunch of other quests that are thrown in there, which are just side quests. And yeah. I know we kept going through that list of here's the main line. Let's that, that's, let's keep keep on track. Yeah, <laughs> let's and, keep, uh, keep on going. Yeah, yeah. We, we've all got these different quests in our journal, but uh, we really need this one, then this one, then this one, and then we'll get there. And, and we did. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely took a while, mm-hmm. um, but but you know, all of us, uh, we all stuck stuck with it and uh, and stuck together to get to uh, <clears throat> to get through it. Essentially, um, is is what happened. Yep. Now, listeners might remember, you know, this might be, uh, you know, uh, Jonesy's first time on the podcast as a, a guest to speak, but we talked about him once before when we <laughs> first started the uh, the uh, Craiglorn group, and it caused him to, to be in trouble with the missus for quite a while. <laughs> He's going to look over his shoulder even. I'm looking. I can see it to my side here. She can't hear, which is good, but I can see it to my side. Yeah, let's just not mention Sarah. <laughs> the, dig- the digital version of Sarah got me into so much trouble. Uh, yeah, Andrews, tell, tell a- us about that. What happened? What was said, and then how? What happened? Tell us the story. This is a great story. Okay, so I'm driving back. We we went to Canada. We went for a business trip. And I'm driving back down, and I'm like, "Hey, I haven't caught up on the latest podcast." And uh, so we listen to the podcast. I'm driving down, and my wife's kind of interested because you know it's just something I listen to. And then Avar and Liz start shouting out, what about Yandros' girlfriend, Sarah? <laughs> and my wife looks at me and says, who's Sarah? <laughs> and, and, and the kind of conversation went downhill from there. So, <laughs> trying to explain it was that it's just a digital pixels, nothing, and she just follows her around, and Liz was just joking, who's Sarah? <laughs> hey, that, that was a bar yeah. win. Uh, it's, now it's going to be who's the leaf? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, but we've sorted Little Leaf. Okay, that's yeah. just... Okay. Oh, that's what she said, too. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> tell your wife about that one? <laughs> There's no need. We can, we can leave that. <laughs> so, so uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't want to hear what happens, fast forward. Um, we killed Little Leaf. And that's what oh, no. what he's oh, referring awesome. to. So so heal me, heal me. Yandros's wife. When when we talk about Little Leaf, that's what happened. That's how we sorted her out. We just put mm-hmm. a sword in her gullet. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, how happy I was when she turned out to be the one that I had to kill. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I, like uh, I think all the uh, she was always wanting to be healed. Yeah, yeah. Heal me, heal <laughs> me. Shut up. I need healing. That is a sound bite. And no matter how much you healed her, she still shouted it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't need to know when NPCs need to be healed. I need to know when my, my cohorts need to be healed. Why do they do... It, it got to a point where... <clears throat> it was annoying. Um, yeah, that was... that was. Well, now, now uh, Yandros, what what was that fight that we were in where it was like really apparent that she... Ca- do you remember specifically which one that was? With Little Leaf? Little Leaf, you're screaming that she needed heels and all that. Oh, and we're all no, annoyed. Every, every time she was on, every time she was with us, all yeah. she ever shouts is heal me, heal me. It's annoying. Yeah. So it's, it, she, she got a just cause. <laughs> for, for aggravating the hell out of us. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're stopping healing you now. Now we're using the other spells. Now, uh, <laughs> when we started the group, right, Mike and I were DPS. Yandros was our healer. And Liz was our our tank, who was tanking in um, in a skirt, in a skirt, in a skirt. What? In that a... was the thing to do. <laughs> you, you, Liz, Liz, you look great. 
It, I know. It, that's right. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and then the, the group kind of, you know, changed, um, after a while, uh, you know, um, Liz, uh, didn't really feel like tanking anymore. She got super frustrated, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was that crazy mage fight where we just, you yeah. know, week after week, we couldn't beat her. No. Well, it no was that one. I got really upset with that one because, well, uh, taking breaks is also a good thing when you're, when you're in a group like that. But, you know, I, I didn't have my, uh my ADD medicine at that time too so I was getting really frustrated <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah. that was one of those moments so I, that was the last time I actually used a two hander I think it was after that that I started realizing I need to be doing something else and yeah so it took a long time to get to the healing point but still mm-hmm. but, but we got there right we did we got there and, and then um the group changed uh, after I saw that, you know, Liz was uh, having a really hard time tanking and she was upset and didn't want to go back to it. Um, I I had decided to start tanking again. Um, damn I had... right. About damn time. <laughs> uh, tanking in this game is very different and um, than any other MMO that I'm aware of. Um, first and foremost, there's no AOE, AOE uh, threat generation. Not really. Not like yeah, yeah. other MMOs. So, um, I had to, I had to figure out like how to tank without, without that. And, and once I got like that under my belt and, you know, uh, redid my skills and, and the attributes and my gear, then I was able to start tanking and then I tried it out and enjoyed it. And then we, we kind of, I guess, um, had a revitalization into Craglorn because, um, I wanted to tank very much. Uh, Mike was still really interested in doing the DPS and then Liz, was that about the time you started? You said to you said that you wanted to pick up healing. I no, well that was the that was the part where I was like, I am just I, I can't do the the sword and shield. I just can't. And then then I went to the DPS. Now I remember. And then I was frustrated with the DPS because people were saying it wasn't high enough because I was trying to do some dungeons and all that. Mm. So that's when I went to healing because I got really angry with that. I was like, what can I do? <laughs> well, and you're I was like, oh, yeah, I meant to start as a healer anyway. That's why I picked this class. <laughs> mm. Well, you're a great healer. It's it's good that you, you ended up there. Um, and, then, and then I was able to switch to DPS. So I was happy. Right. Exactly. Now, now, um, uh, Yandris, is that is that your thing? Like you love you always loved being a, a DPS? I like both actually, and I just but I I like to I'm very typical on how I play characters. So my my sorcerer is my DPS, my Templar is my healer, and, and I'm doing a Dragon Knight for my uh, tanking. So I'm too traditional. But uh, how many yeah, so AR-14s do you have? Two. Just two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, how long have you had them as VR-14s? Ages. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> Waiting for us <laughs> to catch up. Long Since time. November of last year. Yeah, pretty much. Whatever. Since, since I started doing Craglon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a 37, I think, is my next highest, which is a dragon. 37? I, I know. I know. I've got to work <laughs> on it more. <laughs> um, Yandros, uh, tell us about, uh, about your, your main and and how how you've built her uh, him, him sorry him. okay so uh Ultima, sorcerer uh pretty much did a lot of dps switch to well, I, actually i really like healing and that's what made me start doing my templar healer but uh, as a sorcerer healer it's 
sometimes it's not as good. Mind you, the um, the mana regen is is, is crazy on on the Sorcerer. So even when we're doing yeah. all of our final Craglorn and we're running around those last last events, the you know I rarely drop below seventy percent mana, and I'm just you know I can still heal and it it's it's pretty good. But the not really run, man. Hey, you know you, you got more health. You don't need so much healing. It was made easier, but um, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty good, and I like it. Um, so I like healing. I actually like classes that help people. I've always done healers. So in in yeah. my previous MMOs, I was always a DPS and always a mage and ran everything and started doing healing. Really enjoyed it, but it was kind of a little frustrating. Elder Scrolls is where I really started liking healing. Healing in Elder Scrolls is is so much different. Yeah. So if you've never healed, it, it's really worth doing it just to try it out. Um, the, the, the fact that you're not just healing, like if, you, if you're a typical WoW healer, you're just healing. You're, you're just watching stats, you're clicking boxes, and it's, at the end of the day, it's not fun. Uh, Elder Scrolls, it's fun healing. I mean, you're healing, you're, you're, you're resing, you're, you're doing, you're, you're DPSing, and you can't just spend all your time healing. You have to DPS as well. You're part of a four-man group, and, and you're doing everything you can do. Yeah. Whoa, 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 um, you're resing? No, 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 yeah, no, no, well, no. Well, I'm resing myself if you're not. Ah! No, uh, because I'm going to do it as a healer. I've decided, no, because, oh, first of all, Mike, who likes to stand in the red, by oh, the way, yeah, yeah. Um, that stand can in help. The, stand but, in the stupid. So, yeah. yes, you are healing all the time if Mike's in your group because he refuses to get out of the red. Anyway, um, but with the That's healing, where all the action is. Let me Red tell you, let me tell right. you, the four men groups, okay, if someone if someone falls in-game and it's not the healer, the other DPS or whoever it is, try to get that person up because the healer has to heal you through it. Okay, that's it. That's, that's all. Then you got to heal us through it because the last yeah. two times I've tried, I'm dead. So then you got two- Why? Because you went in the red! <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't leave! Okay. Oh, you got to make messing faster in this game. <laughs> they do. Little Leaf was taking parents. all your heels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was taking all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heal yes, me! It, Heal so me! I've always enjoyed DPS. I've enjoyed healing. I really enjoy healing in ESO. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I still like the DPS. So it's. You know, there's always this thing, of course, when you're tanking and you're healing, you have this additional responsibility to keep people alive or keep the aggro. When you're DPS, you can just kind of, you know, go, go fish on the side and, and just put a bit of damage in every now and again. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's actually a really good way <laughs> yeah. of describing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, when we first started, I was mainly bow. And so I would stay back actually behind Jonesy, watch him heal you guys and just snipe all day long. Mm-hmm. Now I put up the, the dual wield and jump right in there and that's where all the red is. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's where all the action yeah. is, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So so let's fast forward to this week where we made our final stand, right? We uh, we ran in there. We knew this was going to be our last our last night. And um, well, we did it in two stages. But we did, yeah. It, that's exactly what it was. It was two stages. We had we had one final quest left. And we ran in there and we just kicked butt all over the place. Um now, now, Yandros, um, since I'm awful at remembering any of these steps at all whatsoever, <clears throat> and because I was having back, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, nah, not true. Um, I had no idea what you said, like literally. So. Oh, I said mainly because I was half in the bag, but uh, <laughs> that's really not 100% true. I got to tell you, I wasn't 100% into all the fights because I, I'm so used to just healing and it's very easy now that I wasn't really paying attention. 
She was drawing pictures of Ariel, the little mermaid. I kind of was, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, there were, there's a lot. I mean, when it comes when it came to Craglorn, there was a tremendous amount of just clicking through, and I really, really, really tried to pay attention to the story. And you know, if you <clears throat> if you say a couple of things here and there, like I'll 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 start remembering the story, but I was not super interested in it myself. Um, but uh, Yandros, uh, the the last the last bit there. Um, you know, tell the listeners a little bit about what we experienced. Well, we finished up. I think the one we had to finish up was the missing guardian. I'm trying to remember the which the right one. Oh, but, warrior uh, or something? Or, yeah, maybe well, we did. Guard. We did the warrior's call. Okay. Um, that that was pretty. I mean, it, it, again, we we kind of when we did this craglon last time. I think we we fast forward like six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it was very different before it was like we had to give up on some of the fights we just couldn't finish them now we could and i think we had a couple of those fights that we just said if we'd have done this previously we would never have finished it oh yeah mm-hmm. there was a yeah, couple yeah, we, of had, we had a few of those moments we uh we ran into a couple of caves there and um you know there's a one fight or two where you've got those um those uh three lamia, lamia, lamia sisters yeah oh they nightmare those oh, are. <laughs> tough hate fights that. When you're, you know, VR four, VR three, but when you when you're VR fourteen, yeah, it's still tough, but you can get through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did do the ghost run on the one there because they weren't the bosses. Yeah. Is this ridiculous? Right. <laughs> yeah, we, we we skipped past that. So I think the one we finished up was a missing guardian that gave us all the lower craglawn, mm-hmm. and then we we then skipped over to uh, I can't remember the name of that. We had to Dawn save Titus S. Yeah. <laughs> Titus needed saving so many times. He just he shouldn't have been been there. But um, Dawn of the Exalted Viper, I think, was the main one we had, we ended up because you get that one when you finish Lower Craglon and you can't get the Upper Craglon to finish it out. Right. So that's the one that we had. But that was that was pretty cool. That, that one fight we did where we had the the big the snake on the top of the pillar. Yeah. With the hostage, and we had to get the two pillars on the side, and all that, that was a pretty good fight. Yeah, that that was awesome. Yeah. And so finally we realized, hey, we got to go hit these pillars. I think Mikey it was you who said, hey, let's go, go click this. And then we found out. <laughs> right, we just kept this. coming, kept coming, kept coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Health bars not taken down. We don't look anything up. We we yeah. want to. We just yeah. want to run just in go. there and have fun. And mm-hmm. and we figure it out on the fly, you know. And and of course Mike speaks up and goes, hey, touch these pillars. We're like, okay. <laughs> hey guys, touch this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Put put your finger on that. <laughs> touch this, you'll like what happens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we finished up that, and then I think that led on to the last one where we got the uh, you know the little leaf, and then uh, that was kind of a surprise. And oh, okay, here she is again. Oh, yeah, a little bit different. So let's, uh, let's sort her out. I wasn't expecting that at all. I mean, she she introduces herself when you go into Upper Craglorn, and she's you know sweet and funny and and uh, charming. And then later on, you know, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, so that was it, and then we finished that through, and then we thought we'd finished, and then we had realized that we had that one one last quest to go off and do. And uh, oh yeah, yeah so cool. we turn we do this huge turn in over in Belcars, right? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we did it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking through well the done. achievements, and I'm like, I don't think we did it, guys, because we didn't get all of these achievements here for this one quest line, and, and it's just, you could hear a pin drop. Oh God, I was about to kill you. Yeah. I was ready to go to bed. <laughs> Ah, we were all ready to go to bed. I'm yeah, like, you and I, uh, Varwin and I had to um, had to edit stuff, and then yeah, Andrews <laughs> was ready to go to bed. Mike was like, "All right, I'm gonna go fishing." He and his Cartman <laughs> voice. Mike always does a Cartman voice when he's t- when he's playing a game. It's freaking great. <laughs> hey you guys, yeah, I can't even do it. Screw you, I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> hey guys. 
<laughs> you guys are here. Finish it. So, uh, but we still have a lot of side quests to finish. I mean, one of the things oh, yeah. we noticed today is that there's a lot of areas that are still blacked out. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that was you uh, wanting to do all the side quests, and I'll shut, mm-hmm. shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> next time. Yeah, we decided to finish off the main the main quest line. So, uh, yeah, and then at the end of it, one? yeah, we got a whole bunch. And at the end of it, of course, when you finish the main crack, the main crag line, that's you know, originally that's when you start getting all the Nernhome gear that people start learning from and then starting trading. So we. Oh, you know, Thing that so people all, in PvP keep talking about, yeah. Yeah, so we all finally got a piece of Nern honed from the, uh, the the quest as an item. Um, for, for me, it was kind of pointless because I pretty much got it all researched anyway. But uh, I did hand, I, 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 I did the right thing. I, I threw my piece over to uh, to Mike and said, "No, you can use this. I don't need it." What? There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like another chest. <laughs> yes, you logged off. I would have. I would have thrown it your way. But uh, you know, you you went and Mike was on, and I said, "Who wants this?" <laughs> Very cool. Um, so the last last stage of the quest was was actually extremely easy. Just kind of run down, talk to this NPC, kill kill a guy or two, and then run mm-hmm. on back, and that was it. Like just done, completed. Um, so. It took maybe after we realized that we had one more quest we had to do, we were expecting like another hour maybe of, of just, mm-hmm. and we're tired. We don't want to do this, but it's either do push the hour now or wait like, you know, another three months before we can all yeah. get back together. So we just did it. And it turned out that, you know, it took what, maybe 10 minutes. It was yeah, just hard for us to get in space for uh, the pictures afterwards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We had us done for a photo session. All right, so that's Cragler, and we finally did it. Congratulations, everyone. Huge pats on the back for, for sticking it out, and uh, huge thanks to uh, to Liz, Mike, and, of course, uh, Yandros for uh, sticking it out with me on this as well. It was fun. Um, on to other things. Uh, just to quick briefly mention this, um, I finally hit VR14. Yay! That's why we could finish Craglon. <laughs> He's just so nonchalant about it. It's like, yeah, and this thing happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hit VR fourteen. I hit VR fourteen. So. Uh, I really forgot about that. Very oh my happy. God, I can't believe I forgot. I, I did forget about it too. Actually, I forgot. Um, but yeah, this is... exploded that day. You know, everybody was congratulating you. <laughs> I was so happy because you were finally going to play Dragon Age after that. Like he has no excuse now. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Uh, I've had that character since since before the game came out. Um, this was a pre uh, pre was this uh, not pre beta, but like um, pre launch pre launch character early access. Yeah, exactly. Early access. It was an early access character, and um, I've had it this whole time. I've been playing it this whole time. I've wanted to play other alts, and I've just you know said no, stay the course, and I finally got VR14 this week. So. Very happy. Um, so have you crafted all your gear? No, not even close. I'm still wearing the same stuff. <laughs> mm. He's still wearing his VR1 gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little better than that, but, you know. VR5, all right. Yeah, VR5 gear. Just what check was, your what mail, was because very... I've been sending you stuff periodically. Like, hey, why don't you hold on to this? And then it keeps getting returned because you never check your mail. <laughs> I got to be able to be off of work and go into game I first. Know, I know, I <laughs> know. But what um, was very funny is he was sitting there getting all excited about the purple um, uh, rune that he found there to, <laughs> to put onto his gear. And I thought Liz was going to literally kill you. She's like, I sent you all those you know, legendary gold ones. What are you so excited about the purple for? <laughs> you got to pick and choose the ones you wanted, and you were still like, oh, I got something! 
even purple. Well, uh, you never get anything purple as a quest reward in the game. That's what I was excited about. It's always oh. green and All useless. Right. All right. <laughs> um. So anyway, and yes, I know, listener, that we can we can upgrade it. I'm just being silly. Um, anyway, uh, alts, I've been working on that. I've got a heavy armor dual-wielding Sork and a light armor destruction staff uh, Sork as well that I've been using. Uh, so so those, those ladies are moving on up, as they say. And in Oblivion, uh, Avarwin is now level 18 and, and is gaining Hello. rank among the Mage's Guild. Uh, finally completed the Mage's Guild recommendation quests, and I have started... Uh, a quest against necromancers in Cyrodiil, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, gained the rank of Evoker uh, in the in the uh, Mages Guild as well. And as a side note, the whole reason why I started doing this whole Mages Guild uh, quest for a character that I believe is is a, I pieced together as a Templar is that I was looking for better resto magic spells to heal myself. Well, I finally have achieved that. Uh, that goal, so I've been able to unlock restoration magic spells, better ones, and and whereas I need to increase my magic pool in order to make use out of them, <laughs> I earn them, purchased them, have them, so now I just need to kind of level up a little bit. So, really awesome week for me in Elder Scrolls games. Um, Mike, what about you? What uh, I mean, uh, other than Craglorn, what else have you been in doing? Real quick. So I've been working on the provisioning writs uh, because I'm trying to get the stuff for the Sigic uh, Ambrosia Potion. <laughs> and so I picked up the scrolls in the crown shop and decided I wanted to see how this all went. And one scroll was three champion points worth of experience if you're, not, if you're enlightened. Wow. I was like, holy crap, these are so OP. So once yeah. you can, you know, make the Sigic Ambrosia, I think it's going to be just as OP, you know, because we'll be making a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely worth, you know, all of the hard work for anybody out there who hasn't started the provisioning writs or the fishing. Um, because, I mean, you know, one of those scrolls, yeah, it's $2 for a scroll, but that's three champion points that it produced. Yeah, Mike, so, how's the uh, provisioning going for the, uh, the recipe? Uh, that's just as bad, you know, as my fishing luck. Uh, I've got four yeah. guys with max level provisioning, and I have not gotten one of those yet. Now, let me tell, let me guess. You're going to tell me you have all three? Yeah, or all no. seven, I mean? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't got any yet. Oh, okay. Now, here's, here's an opportunity. Okay, we've got Mike here, who's had a very hard time fishing up the perfect row that he needs in order to make these potions. And then we've got Yandros over here who's done the same fishing and has been very lucky thus far. Mm-hmm. In both of your opinions, okay, do you think the relationship that we have between what needs to be done in-game in order to to earn the uh, the right, the ability to make these potions versus having the cost of a thousand crowns to buy five of the scrolls do you think that that this is this is a balanced relationship between these two things? No, no, not at this point. But I think it will probably a month or two down the road when they become available in guild traders. Yeah, um, Mike, what do you think needs to be done in order to balance that? And then and then and then Yandros, what do you think? I think right now the the big problem is availability. Um, of what? 
they, well, you can just go to the crown store and buy the five scrolls for a thousand crowns. Right. Um, versus, you know, I spent, you know, my, if you look at my section of notes here, there's not a lot on there because I, if we weren't playing in Craglone, pretty much all I was doing was fishing. fishing yeah. Or provision of writs. And so I really didn't gain a ton of experience when I wasn't actually playing. Um, so, but, you know, as I said, once they become available and people have done it and gotten it and you start seeing them in crown, in, um, your guild stores, then I think it's going to be the complete opposite balance that everybody's going to have it. And then there's going to be, you know, a ton of the ambrosia available. Uh, Yandros, what about you? What do you think needs to be done in order to balance this relationship? Well, I agree with Mike on that. I mean, the problem, I spent a lot of time this week just fishing and, you know, even though I got a lot of fish and I do the thing, no, I end up, I think out of 250 fish, I got six perfect rows zero recipes so you know from right now and you see the the price is pretty crazy for buying those so yeah for for me personally i'd rather go spend the two dollars i mean I, I would just do the two dollars get the get the thing and get the 30 minutes or 50 minutes if you got all the perks uh, yeah yeah and just and just go get the experience gain i mean it's it's not worth my for two dollars i can spend what three hours fishing or something and, and skinning and getting nothing out of it yeah. but for someone it's, like it's like rage though uh, with so many alts he love he likes to play the alts somewhat i mean not as templar but i would think that this <laughs> this uh potion would be absolutely perfect for him because like he said once you get a vr14 everything is just slow yeah mm-hmm. you just it's like you know how they say yeah Enjoy the journey rather than the destination. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, once you've been to the destination, you, you know it's like okay, I just want to be there now. What if you they know? made it so that that uh, you have to have a VR fourteen character before you can use one of these on your on an alt? See, like I don't know. Yeah. But then, yeah, uh, then people, yeah, there would be some kind of somebody would complain about something. I'm sure. I actually think I think they should do it the other way and just stop the uh, the scrolls you, on, from the crown store. Uh, contributing to champion points. Oh, yep. yeah. I think, I think they should, the scrolls, the store ones should just be to level you up to 14. Yeah. Yep. And then the in game ones. Yeah. yeah. That's true, but if Arwen had brought up a good point, it's, it's that it's hard to divorce, I'm sure. I don't, I'm not a game developer, I don't know, but I guess it would be hard to divorce, uh, the XP that you get champion point wise and just regular XP. Yeah, you just make them non efficient after 14. I mean, the other thing to, to remember right now, okay, is that you can generate up to 12 days worth of gain for your enlightenment. And so the three points that I got using the one scroll was during that period of time when I've had, you know, my enlightenment maxed out right now that, cause I don't get a point a day. And so somebody who has the time to play a lot, those, those scrolls aren't going to have nearly the impact. They may not even get a full point during that time because of the, the, the lack of enlightenment. I gotta so, tell I mean, you, there are so many people that don't know anything. They don't understand the enlightenment. They just know sometimes they log on, they get an enlightenment thing. There's so many people in PvP that have no idea what the heck it is. And I, I'm one of them. I, like, I didn't know you could max out some. I have no idea. Well, about you get it. every day that you, that you don't get a champion point, you accrue another day's worth of, of time to hold on to where you're gaining your champion point at one, was it one million XP? And normally it's four million XP, I believe, uh, to get that champion point. And so if you play every day and you gain a champion point, then you, you know, run out of enlightenment and everything from that point on is the higher XP to get that champion point. But if you're like me and you don't have enough. 
Hey, dog. <laughs> you don't have enough time to play every day to get a Dogs champion. Dogs Then, you know, let's say you gain 70% on Monday, and then on you log in on Tuesday. Well, you've got the other 25% of your Monday one still there, and you've got your Tuesday's full million. And let's say you don't get the... Or 400,000, sorry, thank you. Uh, so say you don't get the, the full amount. So now Wednesday, you finally finish your Monday point. Tuesday point you you know might have all part of that and now you've got your Wednesday so now you've got enlightenment for three champion points on Wednesday you do, you you really lost me like three minutes ago it's a huge amount of numbers uh, <laughs> once, but, you once, know. The, once the dog started barking I was <laughs> like okay that's it I lost you when the dog started barking as well <laughs> yeah. it's, you know after 12 days if you haven't accrued a champion point you have 12 days worth of this lower XP to get champion points and then on the 13th day you lose the ability to, you don't gain any more. But if you play every day, you only get enough for one champion point a day if you you know, play every day. So the XP scrolls and potions really aren't going to be that impactful for those kind of players. They're really impactful for you know the, the filthy casuals like myself, the weekend warriors. Right, the ones that don't play where, a lot. Yeah, where we've accrued a ton of that enlightenment because we haven't used it up all week. Yeah. All right, Man. folks. Um, sorry, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, we we got to move on um, to uh, to the crafting table because we've we've also after that uh, we've got some real exciting talking points that we want to get into. Uh, a lot of info came out from ESO Live. Uh, we're going to hit that plus uh, Paul Sage left and why we're not totally surprised by that. And of course, don't forget we've got a very special announcement for for ESOTR community members. You're definitely going to want to hear this. But first. The crafting table. Ow! Son of a bitch! Alright, folks, for those of you who are still playing Skyrim and having a heck of a lot of fun, but you want to feel a little bad and ah, you're not really interested in doing Dark Brotherhood again and you're not really interested in doing the Thieves Guild again, well, I got a mod for you. Well, Awert640, actually, on the Skyrim Workshop, he's got a mod for you, or she has a mod for you. That's Awert640, A-W-E-R-T-640. And it is called Become a Bandit Mod Version 2. Uh, this gives you the ability to recruit bandits and turn them into followers. Also to craft camping gear, such as a tanning rack, alchemy table, tent, cooking pot, Tinder box, storage sack, and a chair. Uh, you'll also have the ability to rob people through dialogue, kidnap almost anyone. You'll have the ability to make kidnap. your... Kidnap, yes. Yes. NPCs, animals, creatures. <laughs> kidnap uh, the money. Also, uh, the ability to, to make your followers slash bandits wait in any place and interact with the environment as well. Uh, you'll be able to make your followers uh, collect ingredients nearby and make NPCs yield and turn them in uh, make NPCs yield and turn them non-hostile as well. Uh, this is on the Skyrim workshop. So it's a uh, it's a it's a quick subscribe if uh, if you have Skyrim on on Steam and uh, can definitely help out with with uh, some alternative uh, game playing as well. Uh, Mike, you were you were kind of derping around a little bit out there in the interwebs, right? 
Yeah, I picked up one uh, for the workshop. If you're tired of, I used to be an adventurer like you, and then I took an arrow to the knee. Well, this one's, <laughs> this one's for you. The Guard Dialogue Overhaul by X Workshop. Uh, that's E-C-K apostrophe S. More dialogue, more realism, more respect. This mod alters the Guard's dialogue, changing it from something that breaks your immersion in the world of Skyrim to something that actually increases it. All of the original voices and f- fully complements the Skyrim lore. Uh, the guard dialogue overhaul of- alters the effects that Skyrim's guards dialogue has on the mood of your game. Rather than annoying you, the guards will enhance your experience of the game and increase your immersion in the world of Skyrim by properly recognizing your actions and not making disrespectful comments to a character they're supposed to respect. Uh, it does not remove any comments from the guards' vocabulary. They will still be just as rude and mocking to you at the start of the game as they always have been. <laughs> However, once your character has completed a quest that earns the guards' respect, their attitudes will begin to change, getting better and better to the point that once your character is a legend in Skyrim, they are respectful, grateful, and sometimes even nervous in your presence. It unlocks, unlocks much of the guard dialogue that was never or only rarely used due to overly restrictive conditions within the game. This is not a bug, but rather a design choice made by Bethesda developers. That I disagree with. This means that there will be much more variety in what the guards will say uh, than you will be used to from before you had the mod installed. Many people will never have heard some of the comments before, and others will only have heard them rarely and in limited circumstances. So if you're tired of hearing about his taking the arrow to the knee, this is the mod for you. Uh, and again, I disagree with this mod. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I disagree with this mod. You know why? Because he's talking about how it's breaking people's immersion. But if you're, this is back in the day. They didn't have TV. They didn't have phones or telegraphs. They don't know who you are. They're going to be. Yeah, but if you. you're in White Run, okay, let's say you're in White Run, they should know that you're part of the companions. I I I live in small town USA, and I still don't know anybody that's around me. Anyway, okay. You're not in law <laughs> enforcement, though. You don't have your nose to the grindstone. Well. <laughs> Uh, Liz has a, a fantastic point, but uh, there's some people out there that would like this. Uh, and again, that's Guard Dialogue Overhaul by X Workshop. That's E C K apostrophe S X Workshop. <laughs> um, awesome talking points coming up right now. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. All right, fellas. Updates from ESO Live Thursday, July second. Eric Robel, lead, uh, yeah, lead combat designer, took to the airwaves to update us on a ton of info and changes coming to the game. Now we're just going to list a few of them uh, for you, and and we'll be talking in turn. Um, as a side note, okay, Eric Robel stated that the crafting system. Is still the spellcrafting spellcrafting system is still being worked on. It's going to be a long while before it ever comes out. But he actually mentioned this, like he said this. It's still actually being worked on. So uh, I want to stay on that for just a second, and let's let's go to Rob. We haven't heard from him a whole heck of a lot. Um, Rob, Eric Robel, spellcrafting system. It's still coming out. Your initial thoughts. Your initial reaction. Give me cryomancer abilities already. Damn it. Okay, uh, is that it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, as far as the spellcrafting, I mean, like, you know, they already said that it was going to take a while, and then we didn't hear anything about it for a while, and then he said this. Well, okay, well, we still have a little bit of hope, 
but it's not going to be out for quite some time. Okay, all right. Well, we'll probably all be playing Elder Scrolls Six before this thing comes out. Can you imagine? Mm. Can you imagine? Yes. Yandros, what about you? Spellcrafting. Love the idea of it. I uh, can't wait for it. Uh, like I said, my main character in any MMO or game I play is always a mage. My first pick is a mage. Love playing the uh, spellcrafting process. Really excited when it was announced. Yeah, I probably we'll probably get it at the same time that the uh, the VR ranks go away. Mm. So never. And yeah, kind and, of yeah. And and the woman who uh, Gambit will uh, will just not not turn into an honest lady. What about you? Um, be, I love spellcrafting in Oblivion because I could exploit the mess out of it, and that's what's going to happen if they put this into this mm-hmm. game. Uh, so they've got to be really careful if they still want to put it in. Uh, no, it, it's just going to be exploited. Everybody's going to use the same cookie cutter when you know when they figure it mm-hmm. out. They're going to go to the certain sites and make yeah. the same choices over and over again. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're you're yeah. you're right on that. And I think um I think even if that does happen, I, I think there's gonna be quite a bit of um um choice that this system as is was presented to us last year would still add to all of our characters. Um but I, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're hundred percent right on that. It's going to make game balance really, really hard. Yeah. And it's going to make people that are, if, if they're usable in PvP, I mean, I heard somebody this week, like, insulting somebody else because they didn't have some kind of sneak ability on a Nightblade. And I was like, you know what? There are going to be groups out there that require you to have this thing. It's going to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah, move on. Get another, find another group. Yeah, yeah serious. Yeah. I think um, this is something I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I was very, very happy and excited when Eric Robles said it's, it's uh, still being developed. Uh, take your time, guys. Uh, do whatever you got to do to make sure that, that um, you know, it's, as it, it, it's not kind of mm-hmm. unbalanced the game. I don't know if that's possible. Uh, break here. We've got we've got Road in our chat room. What's up, man? Uh, he says game balance is impossible when it comes to this. Thank you. Um, I don't got think, my back, yo. Don't think to you guys be are fair, Road said it. <laughs> uh, Mike, your your thoughts here? I agree with Liz. You know, I could see we talked about this with the Dragon Knights uh, going to hell there that I created underneath the game mesh because they'll find every way to you know to break the spellcrafting part of the game in in Cyrodiil. Yeah, maybe they should make it a Pv PVE only thing. Um. Yeah. Well, it's going to be hard to do that when you, it's just skills that you can pick from. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you can make it a PVE only uh, thing. Um, but it's still a long way to go. So yeah, that's that's true. Um. All right. Big, big, big changes coming coming to the game in update seven, which is not far off, folks. Uh, the big thing, the most controversial thing. We're going to jump on that right away. VR 16 confirmed for update 7. Uh they're still looking to remove the vet ranks though is what they is what they told us. Um Rob, uh didn't you have a sort of like a reaction I suppose? Uh yeah, I did. <laughs> ah, what the fuck? You got to be freaking kidding me. Man, that's some bullshit. Ah, come on. Rage of the week. Rob, how'd you, how'd you feel when Eric Rolla said VR16? 
Okay, okay all right, all right. Tell us what you think, Rob. <laughs> Set the scene here, okay? At the time that ESO Live came on, I had completely forgotten that they were doing it, to be honest. Uh, I had gotten out of work a little bit early, came home, just decided to mess around. And, you know, the thing is, is that uh, I was... I was working on my Nightblade. Uh, the night before, we had met up in Cyrodiil. And we had tested out some numbers, right? You know? Right. And we were that just was fun shooting you. Yeah, it was fun shooting yeah. me and, you know, ganking me and doing all other fun <laughs> stuff that you guys like to do to other players. <laughs> and, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I'm sitting here like, okay, this gear worked out really well. I like this gear. And it was at epic quality. So, what do I do? I get home, and I put it to my crafter. I drop it in my bank and go, you know what? I'm going to upgrade all this stuff to legendary. Legendary this, legendary that, legendary. Like, an entire set of legendary. All weapons, legendary. A great sword. Two great swords, actually, because I do have a build that uses two. <laughs> two two hands. Okay. So, right there, that's 36 freaking, uh, or, I don't know, maybe I'm up, the 30, yeah, 32, yeah, 32 tempering alloys, just for my weapons, um, a bow, and, uh, seven piece of, um, of, uh, uh medium armor. A lot of mats, I'm Rob. Like, so, I'm like, I'm like, screw it, you know what? Legendary glyphs, bunch of legendary glyphs, da, 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 da. and I was like, "Boom!" right there, made it. And I'm talking, I'm talking with my, uh, my you know, my fellow uh, Dancing with Daggers uh, partners on uh, on uh, Twitter, and uh, out of nowhere, like literally five seconds after I applied the last glyph. I get a message from Tim Twig that goes, VR16 confirmed. I'm like, <laughs> what? And so I opened up I opened up Twitch, and I went to the Zoss feed. And there they are going, yeah, we're going to be uh, increasing the veteran ranks to uh, VR16, but we are going to be getting rid of the veteran ranks. And I'm sitting here like, God damn it! <laughs> Oh my god, I lost it. Like, it sounded in my house like the bumper. It's like, you have got to be freaking kidding me. The timing of this was perfect. Absolutely perfect. It's almost like... Off yeah, what the fuck? Yep. It, it's almost like somebody off camera was watching me build my crap. And said... Okay, it's it, finished. Let's make the announcement. It's like, all right, he just made his last piece of gear. Announce it now, now. Do you realize this is the equivalent to like, you know, someone rolling around naked on their bed on top of a bunch of like investment bonds, and then they get an update that the company just folds. I was, oh my god. I, I'm, I'm, I think it's your wife that is in cahoots with these people because she's like, yeah. I want him to rage quit the game. <laughs> and then the camera comes crews jump out and say surprise <laughs> I mean like that that was that was a serious like want to throw my coffee mug moment um, <laughs> it, 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 for a set 
<laughs> you know, you know, isn't it ironic? I just finished all crafting all my gear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's useless. Yeah, and, and see, like, that's the thing. The timing was seriously perfect on this when they made the announcement. I had just finished making my gear. Poor all Rob. legendary. The only thing that isn't <laughs> legendary on my Nightblade is the jewelry because I can't freaking craft it. This always happens to you. Like, it was like a, a couple of months ago you were giving us a story about how you... You went through a whole bunch of different things, and then apparently, like you were making something, and, and it turns out that you, you like, I don't know. You forgot to add the trait or something. Yeah, you know, something like that. Hey, Rob, a little consolation. At least now I have another lyric for my Atlantis Morset parody. Yep, there you go. <laughs> but oh, I mean, Jesus, that that. That, that was like a legitimate rage. But again, it's a self-deprecating rage because this is like the type of crap that happens to me, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> for crying out loud, you know, but, you know, on, on the flip side of that, you know, talking about, you know, the increase to VR16, I, I know there's a lot of people that are extremely upset about it. A am I upset about it? Yeah, because I, because I just made VR14. Yeah. You know? But, you know, and, and more, I'm more angry about the gear. Am I still going to grind a VR-16? Yeah. Of course. But, we yeah, all will. I mean, we, we all are. Yeah. You know, well, I just hope that they don't retrograde, like, your experience to make you VR-16, because I actually want to earn the VR-16 to give well, they, me something to do. They, they, already, they already said that, that that is not going to occur. Yeah. Everybody is going to have to make it to VR-16. So I'll give you a reason to play Imperial City and uh, Orc Town. I, I don't really think that I w I wouldn't want to just automatically get pumped up to um, to to VR sixteen. You know, I wouldn't want that. There, there's a parody for you, Liz. We can do Orc Town Funk. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Orc Town Group. So, all right. Um, <clears throat> VR 16, right? Now, now, me, when I heard this, I was like, ah, man, I just, this, this is, just this week I made it to VR 14. And then, and then I'm thinking like, you know, they said that they're not, they're, they're going to, that they said that they're going to take out the, the veteran ranks. I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get that either. I've been saying that for a long time. Right. And, and they're going to, they're going to take them out. They keep saying they're going to take it out, yeah. but it's going to take a while. And they keep feeding us veteran ranks. Um, you know, I mean, we said it before, we'll say it again. You know, uh, two extra levels in, in veteran rank, it's, that's not content. And I know they know that. Um, I think, honestly, this move is being done to just give us something to do. Because I know once I hit VR14, I was using my ults. Um, uh -huh. I'm not really interested in my main character anymore unless there's an express purpose to log onto that character and play the game. Well, I just... Who here really wants veteran ranks gone? Was it just the people that, that rose to VR 12 at the time or whatever it was? Oh, yeah, 10, is raising his hand here. Uh, well, those people... Are they... Is anybody going to be really mad if they don't get rid of the VR ranks? I think it's... Veteran ranks, excuse me. VR I, ranks is redundant. I, I, think, I think just the, like the main issue is that, you know... Players are getting upset because Zenimax said one thing. Yeah. But then mm -hmm. with yesterday, they said, we're increasing the ranks. You know, I, you know I, I can't remember if they ever at any point said, 
we are not increasing the VR levels anymore. Like I, I don't. Thought they did. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if they did or not. I no, don't want to put words. I don't want to put words into I, their mouth. I don't think they ever said that. They just said they were going to get rid of the system. Right. They said they were going to get rid of the system. So naturally, if the you know the increase of the veteran rank system is kind of taking a little bit of credibility away from that statement, it's it's, it's basically like. An old professor of mine in college had this phrase called "spiking the baby," and it was a false, serious. It, it, that was a, that was a phrase he used. And what happened was is that Eric Robel spiked the baby in this case. Like the phrase comes from the old joke of the football player that catches the baby from the burning building, and he's all excited, so he spikes the baby. You know, it's supposed to be funny. It's dark, you know, dark humor joke. But the point is, is that when you do something like this. It doesn't matter what you do after that point. People still focus on that F up. And what happened was is that they announced VR 16. So immediately everybody's just going, ah, VR 16. Nobody cares that they said, we're still removing veteran ranks at some point. People have forgotten about that. It's the fact that there is so much focus now on this increase. Oh, yeah. Rob, you bring up a good point there in regards to what that statement <clears throat> um, has 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 and will translate into, or how the wake of that statement will mean for the community in, in the weeks to come. Absolutely, you're, you're right. But um, I think in when the announcement was made about VR16, people remembered, you know, well, remember when end level was VR12 and then they increased it to VR14 after a long stride of no content? And yeah. now here we are, another long stride of no content. We're we're talking about VR sixteen. Like they did say that we're getting Imperial City. Um, they did say we're getting uh, Orsinium, right? Uh, they tease the Dark Brotherhood. All this stuff is coming this year. We're in June now. Uh, excuse me, July now, and uh, we've got you know five more months uh, left. Have our one today is Blink one eighty three. Hey, look at that! Half half the year is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got we've got another half year left. Uh, so so this stuff is coming. It's in the pipeline. It's it's on its way. Um, but the fact remains is that I think you know people are getting upset over the fact that where um <laughs> they said that they're trying they're going to remove this thing. They've been talking about removing it for for a year. The veteran ranks. People want them to remove the veteran ranks. Really? Some people. Yeah, I really think people do. Otherwise, there, so. there wouldn't be the outrage. I think the people that aren't VR for or aren't a VR level want them to remove it, and then once they get there, they're going to be like, "Man, I wish I had something to strive for." Liz, you're you're ninety eight percent right most of the time. This time, I think you're in the two percent area there. I, I, uh, well, well, you can be wrong. I. <laughs> I, so I think that, it's what the champion point system's for. Yeah. I think they've really missed uh, an opportunity here. The the big thing that they keep saying is the gear grind issues. That you know, how do you get rid of the gear? Yeah, yeah. that is you know yeah. VR one to VR three, VR four, mm -hmm. five, six. You know, and what they should have done is implemented part of that champion system to be that if you invest points in this, that you get to use the higher level gears. Because right now, one of the big things is that it's a gear grind, and they don't know how to get rid of the gears from VR one to VR fourteen. And now if they want to put new gear in, they had to make VR 15 and 16, so it's much more powerful gear. They should have put something in the champion points where you could just invest, you know, so many yeah. champion points to be able to use the higher level gear. 
especially since when you were VR 14, they gave you, what was it, 70 champion points. You could have invested that and been able to still use the Nightwood bow or, you know, the, yeah, the VR 14 equivalent, you know, armor or weapons. I think, um, I think for the, for the people that, uh, that do actually want VR ranks gone, I think part of it is because it's just more of the same. And now, you know, you get from one to 50 and 50 is supposed to mean something and it really doesn't. And, and now you go from, from VR <laughs> one to VR 14 and it still means nothing until you hit 14. Um, and then you hit 14 and it's like, okay, so now, so now did I, did I get, did I, did I get to level 50 and I'm, you know, uh, 14 levels better, or did I really just hit level 74? Like, you know, what what is it? Mm-hmm. Well, to me, it's like it, once you hit a VR 50, or not VR 50, God. <laughs> um, once you hit no. 50, in September, it's almost like your training is over and now it's time to play. Right, right. And I think a lot of people just don't like that feeling. Um, how they're going to be able to get rid of it, I know they're working on that. They say they're working on that. Um, but the, the fact is, is that people here, like Rob said, VR 16, they lost their freaking minds. Uh, Yandros, uh, your, mm. your thoughts on this whole debacle here, VR 16, you hear that, what goes through your mind? You're right there, uh, Mike. I, I'm, I am on the uh, base. Fly just hit me in the eyeball. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Wow. I'm sorry, okay. Yandros. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm facing the rest of the opinion here. And I was, I was kind of really looking forward to them going away. The fact they're going away. But we've got another two levels. To, the grind is irrelevant. I mean, we'll all get to 16 pretty quick. Mm. But, uh, you know, to, 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 yeah. to, well, Varn will be there another 12 months. But uh, but from Rob's point of view, you know, you get to 14, your end game, you make all your stuff, you use all the, the thousands of gold worth of credits, of, uh, you know, um, alloys and things to, to increase your gear. And then, yep, yeah, now we're going to go to 16. Right. I, mean, I just it's, realized it's, that's, it's not, that's something they can do to sell those scrolls. They, they oh could. yeah, but but I don't think anybody's complaining about the fact you've got to grind two levels. I mean, people will do two levels; they'll, they'll be done in a few days. I yeah, mean, but how many people are going to buy scrolls and make that ambrosia stuff? Probably a lot. Uh, a even, lot. Even, even with that, though, I mean, people are going to buy them. They're going to. It's 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 the gear, and you got to now. You got to go. Everybody has all the the gold level gear. They got it fourteen, thinking it was all going to go away, and it's all going to get level. No, put to a level point. Now you got to go do it all again at sixteen. And guess what? There's no guarantee we're not, they're not going to come out with an 18 before they get rid of VR ranks. So I think it's kind of frustrating that there's no sort of end thing. And I'm not sure if we all want an end point, but if they're going to get rid of it, just get rid of them and, and just level it off. And Ch- I thought champion points were that, was that ongoing progression up to 3,000 champion points. Yeah. Something. That's where you increase your character. That's where you invest your time. You, you, know, you create end-level gear. There's a lot of different gear sets in this game. And if you want to make everything to different possibilities, the good thing with ESO is that you can customize any character to do anything. The bad thing is that you can customize any character <laughs> to do anything. And, and you've got to have all these different gear sets. You've got to have all these different things, and, and you create it. And I've seen a lot of people ranting and raving. They've got all their gear sets. They've got them all to, you know, they've got the, the VR14 sets, they've made them all gold, they're, they're good, and they can switch them all in and out, all these different, different play styles. Now 16 comes along, you've got to do it all again. Oh, yeah. And, and that is what I think is what is really winding people up. Um, it really is. I think... Um, same as me. I have the, a lot of... I'm sorry. Legendary gear, and I've got to redo it all. I, I don't mind, I'll do it, but have I got to do it again? 
Yeah, it's it's like like Rob was saying, you know, he made all that legendary gear and exactly. then they announced this. Exactly. And it, it's yeah. it's it's expensive. It it grinded his gears for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounded that way. Um I think uh, I think the problem that they're having with this is um in order to make VR ranks go away, you have to break and recreate your uh itemization system. Um <clears throat> I think um a good a good thing for them to possibly explore is tiers of of gear, uh, like you see uh, similar to what maybe you see in uh, World of Warcraft, where you know um, you're you're at the end level. There's no more levels at that particular point um, in the game, and you go out there and you you uh, you work together with a group to achieve something um, to to finish a, like a raid or a dungeon, and you earn. Uh, the potential for earning a a, uh, a higher tier gear than a uh, piece of gear than you're already wearing is is extremely high. They also have a token system too. I know a lot of people hate that, but you know it's another example of of how you can do this without levels in in your face. Um, going to a token system that might be you know uh, um, something they could look at as inspiration for for something for something else. And then and then when it comes to uh, leveling yourself up, so to speak, in quotes, you look to the champion system to to sort of uh, gain more power. Um, so there's there's that as well. All right, um, big changes, big 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 changes coming to coming to uh, update seven. We're gonna get into uh, the nitty gritty here. I'm gonna throw these bullet points out at you. Okay, so so perk your ears up because uh, we're gonna do this for. About a minute or two. Um, number one, okay, XP from veter- from VR1 to VR16 will be reduced by 15%. All quest XP gains for veteran ranks will be increased by 50%. That's 5-0, 50%. All public dungeons, not delves, public dungeons will double in experience. Uh, we're going to get a 20% experience increase in Craglorn. That's quest turn-ins, monster kills, all of it. 20% extra. And we're getting a boost, a 50% to damage shields and damage buffs in Cyrodiil. Uh, classes are going to be changing. Uh, the reason why is they're, uh, they're, they're attempting to in- encourage diversity among builds with these changes. The big thing is hybridization. They want hybrid builds in this game. They really like hybrid builds. They're trying to balance this game for hybrids. Um, Dragon Knights, Stone Fist. All right, it's gonna get an increased range by 28 meters and uh, there's gonna be a a healing uh, portion to one of the morphs. Also Battle Roar, a passive will now affect your highest value resource. Uh, instead of instead of I think it's just health at the moment. So whether it's it's um whether uh so when you when you have this passive battle roar, okay, whether it's magicka, health or stamina, whichever one of those resources is higher than the other, like this passive will just increase that. Uh, Nightblades, Shadow Cloak, okay? Single target attacks are not going to take you out of Shadow Cloak anymore. They, they've been working on this since launch. You know, I just don't understand why they can't get Shadow Cloak to work right. No idea. 
It's so annoying. They don't like night flights. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, Templars. Perk years up, Templars. Focused yes. charge. The skill, focused charge. They're going to remove uh, removed some ability delay that people were citing. <laughs> also, rushed ceremony. They sped up the animation so the heel hits a little faster. Uh, honor the dead, which is a morph of rushed ceremony. The mana return will activate when you heal allies who are at 70% health versus the current, which is 50% health. That's good. Uh, On to the sorcerers out there. Uh, Bolt escape. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't tell me you didn't see this coming, guys. (laughs) We'll have it. Bolt escape. Okay. The current 50% cost to cast will now stack. So what does that even mean? It means that when you cast it once, it's 50%. You cast it a second time, it's 100%. And we're talking about the the cast cost, the the cost, how much magicka it takes in order to... So is the cast cost going up? It's going up. Yes! It's going up. Especially when we were there working with Rage a couple days ago, and that one guy thought that Rage and uh, Ray would come to his rescue, and uh, we tagged him, and he bolted away. He won't be able to do that anymore. So yeah. you, you cast this thing, right? It costs so much Magicka. You cast it again, it's going to be that Magicka plus 50% of it. You cast it a third time, it's going to be the base amount of Magicka yep. plus 100%. So that base times two, essentially. Oh, thank God. Ugh. It stops the yeah. chain linking and just getting away out of range. Yeah, yep. I mean, seriously, when we when my groups come across a sorcerer and it's just one guy, but we want to get him, and we see that he's a sorcerer, they're just like, leave him, guys. He's not coming back. Leave him. Leave him. <laughs> uh, shiny, shine my way in the chat room says, I lost my disc. Am I screwed? No, you're not. Um, as long as you've got the uh, code that you, you have in the box, all right, you should be fine. You should be able to digitally download it. Um. So for those of you out there listening who might have thought that too, that's that's for you. Uh, also, let's move on to Lightning Form for Sorks. Okay, there's going to be a new stamina ability for high damage and def- defensive capabilities to Lightning Form. Uh, it's going to deal shock damage and armor plus spell resist too. So Lightning that sounds really cool. Yeah, nice. Lightning Form is going to be a good tanking ability for sorcerers. Yes, it is. And Mage's Fury for sorcerers. They're increasing the damage. Good. On to weapons, and then we've got racial passives. A couple of things with weapons. Weapons, dual wielding. Okay, throwing dagger is now going to give you major brutality. Also, general melee, they're buffing the damage coming in from general melee weapons very very slightly. So you swing a sword or you're swinging, you know, uh, whatever melee weapon, you're going to get a little little increase to damage. Um... Also, van- werewolves and vampires' weaknesses have been reduced to 25% from 50%. So, uh, some were they reduced already? Yeah, like they were months ago or a year. Yeah. yeah, they they were. Yeah, with uh, with I guess update two or patch 1.6, whatever you call it, it was 50. Now uh, it should be 40 now. It was still pretty, hitting pretty hard though when oh, we yeah. were in Craglorn yesterday. With that one Khajiit that was spamming those green bubbles all over the place. 
Oh, for the werewolves. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. my character was a werewolf, and so every time he got hit by a bubble, that was it. I thought the poison only affected a werewolf if you were in werewolf form. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm not sure about that. I, I yeah. think you're right, Yandros. <clears throat> um, but I also know that a lot of those passives uh, transfer when you're when you're not in werewolf form. Uh, so I'm sure if the passives transfer, probably the weaknesses do too. The the weakness does not. Does not. Oh, I, I can confirm that. The weakness does not. Okay. All right. Uh, racial passives. Argonians. They're buffing your health, magicka, and stamina when you use potions. Nords. They're buffing the health amount you get from your passive abilities. So yay for me. Uh, Khajiit. Yes. Uh, they're buffing your critical strike chance. Oh, that makes me good when I stab someone in the back. That's very good, Brago. Yes. <laughs> and orcs, Mike's favorite uh, people. Swift. They're increasing the charge damage by six percent. Uh, excuse me. Two six percent. Two six percent is now a four percent. Mi- okay, so I, I got all this mixed up. Okay, swift. Okay, this is a passive. That, that increases your charge damage by 6%. Alright, they're getting rid of that. And they're going to put in a general 4% melee damage bonus. That's what Swift will now be. It's uh, going to be a 4% melee damage bonus for orcs. So two-handed orcs out there. Be happy. Alright, folks. Um, That's it. No, no, that that that's uh, that's it. All that that we've got right there. Um, Rob, uh, then Liz. What are some of your thoughts on some of these? Anything stick out? One thing that I just wanted to point out real quick um, is that, like, the first bullet point that we hit is the, uh, the XP from VR one to VR sixteen reduced by fifteen percent. Just wanted to clarify on that. What that is is the XP requirement to gain a veteran level has been reduced by fifteen percent. Uh. It's a it's a million now, which means it's going to be roughly eight hundred fifty thousand to get veteran ranks. So just wanted to clarify that. Um, but I mean, a lot of these, I'm kind and of, get, and you're going to get it fifty percent faster. Yeah, fifty percent faster. So, yeah. With all of these here, plus a uh, you know a scroll from the cash shop, you kill one bandit and you're a new VR level. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, yep. with all this, you know. 15, 50, 10% for ESO plus 50 on the scroll, doubled XP in dungeons, 20% increase in Craglarn. This is basically just going to be like gaining regular levels. But, I mean, a a lot of these, I think, it's going to be interesting to see what they, like, how they actually affect the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what... you know, uh, I've got faith in them that they, you know, they, they they know what they're doing. They do listen to their players. You know, when it comes to, you know, like, okay, this ability hits too hard, or this ability is OP, and you know, I mean, as as a sorcerer enthusiast myself, uh, this whole thing with Bolt Escape, when I'm playing my sorcerer, this would make me mad. But knowing that sorcerers can pretty much bolt escape from one side of Cyrodiil to the other like yeah this needs to happen mm-hmm. um, same thing with um, with the with the DKs 
you know, uh, you know, there are some abilities with the DK that they're just kind of pointless. And the whole reason why they're making these changes is, you know, not not because oh, they're, they're you know they're buffing this, uh, you know, just because they want to provide like every ability. They want it to be desired by the player. They want to instill this inner struggle that a player goes, I have to use this or this because I only have so much space on my bar. All right. As things are now, there are abilities that on every class I can say, well, I'm just not going to use ability B because it just sucks. They want to eliminate that whole frame of mind. They want all these abilities to be useful. Yeah. So I, I think it's good. What it's going to actually do for the game in the long run, we're just going to have to wait and see. And, and this is this is just scratching the surface of the changes that they're doing. Oh yeah. He- Absolutely. It's I, this isn't even this isn't even <clears throat> everything that they they said. This is just you know everything that. Uh, we we thought were was like really important to to shout out on the show. Uh, Liz, I, I know you've got some uh, some ideas on on this. You want to share? No, oh, everything that uh, Rage just said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul Sage left us. Why we're not surprised? Cats and dogs falling from this, living together. No, <laughs> oh, please. no we're not. The sky is falling. <laughs> we're not about to be internet trolls and tell you. You know, how and why ESO sucks and that game devs are leaving by the droves because it's not Skyrim lets you hold your friend's hands and skip along the bug laws barefoot and craglorn, end quote, game single player Elder Scrolls fans were expecting. Uh, We're not going to do that. In fact, quite the opposite. ESO has never been more profitable, nor has it been more popular. Why? One word. Everybody, C-O-N-S-O-L-E. Everybody now, C-O-N-S-O-L-E. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that... Consoles. Consoles. Consoles, indeed, have... Uh, I woke my cats up, and they're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, really? <laughs> they're giving you that look, like the droopy-eyed look. You're barking you into the just freaking... Leary? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> God. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the console version of ESO has, has gone off from a business perspective without a hitch, and though you may be expecting the long queue time, experiencing the long queue times, essentially the game is fantastic. Tons of fun. Super popular. So... Why'd Paul Sage leave then? He's not the only big profile dev at Zoss to beat feet out the door. Just a few months ago, we had Nick Conkle and Marie Alaprondo, uh, Zoss's lead game play and monster AI designers. Uh, they jump ship for uh, new jobs in the gaming industry. So what gives? What's the deal? And why did we see this coming? Um, so, so I'm going to say I saw it coming. I haven't really spoken to my hosts about about any of this just yet, but um, but let's start with our guest, Yandros. Did you see this coming, and if so, why? And if, if this totally blindsided you, then then tell me um, your your thoughts on the idea in general. Uh, didn't blindside. I think a lot of these folks that do that. I mean, I, I my my regular day job is IT, and one of the things that I like is to move between projects. So you you kind of go to a location, you do something, you build it up. And when it's done, you move on to the next. And I think that's exactly what these guys are doing. And they, they, they move into an organization. They, they get something to a point. 
and they want to move on to the next one. They they enjoy the the, the building and not the care and maintain and the ongoing you know, feeding of it. And I think that's exactly where Paul was probably in this situation, and so I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, he's just somebody that jumped in, got it to where it needed to be, and, and moves on to the next. Yeah. Um, Mike, what about you? So I think the one thing that we all have to keep in mind that ESO is not even two years old in terms of it being in our hands, but for all of these people, you know, was it seven, <clears throat> eight, nine years they've been working on this project? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I haven't stayed with one employer at the university I work at for more than five years. I mean, you know, they get to a point and they move on to a different university or I move on to a different uh, PI. So, you know, seven years, eight years, nine years for some of these people, that's, you know, a, a decent chunk of time, especially in a an, in, um, an industry that people move around all the time. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, Rob and then Liz. Uh, I mean, kind of like uh, you know, kind of like I said with when Nick Conkle left, people just they they want to go do other things. Will we ever know exactly why Paul Sage left? No, because it's none of our damn business. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he ran yeah, out of shirts. It, <laughs> yeah, it it is none of our damn business. Okay, so he's working for Gearbox now. And Nick Conkle is working for Riot. You know, I, I guarantee you, why they left is because somebody said, I'm going to send you a number, mm-hmm. and I just want a yes or a no. That's probably what it ultimately comes down to. You know, yeah, what Mike said, they've been working on the, on this game for almost an, almost a decade. If they were burnt out, they were burnt out. They want to go do other things. But ultimately, money talks. And if he got a better offer somewhere else, he's probably going to take it. What say you, Mistress Libo? We just had a bunch of people leave at my job, and it's not like chocolate's going out of style. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Liz is going to try uh, to, to publish a new book. Dieting via chocolate. Eat all that you want. Lose the weight. I gotta tell you, if you forget, haven't had, forget the myth. Forget the myth. <laughs> <laughs> like the bacon diet of the nineties. Uh, uh, well, it's dark chocolate's good for me. Anyway, what? If you haven't had the uh, the chocolate uh, at um, at Liz's shop, it's it's freaking incredible. And I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not like one of these guys that's just like, you know, I'm like, I chocolate, I have to have it in my mouth all the time. Like, I love chocolate. Like, I'm not one of those guys. I really care less. But, um, you know, I got a box of this uh, chocolate from from uh, from Liz for Christmas. And I, I resolved to have one bit, one piece of chocolate every single day until it ran out. And and that's exactly what I did. And I tell you, I savored every morsel melting on my tongue. Oh, yeah. Was Wasn't there delicious. a note with that that said, share with Jenny? She helped me with the choices. And, and um, all fair. I'm going to channel road right now. Okay. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, I couldn't see the girl because dissertation for her and work for me. Like it just and, and you know, chocolate uh, lasts for months and months and months. <laughs> It was delicious. Every, every <laughs> oh my god! And chocolate's chocolate not going. Five minutes in this house. <laughs> so so why is chocolate 
And why is ESO not going out of style? Because they're both great. And it doesn't matter if one person leaves for another chocolate factory or another game studio. It's still great. It's still there, right? Unless it's for an American chocolate shop, then they suck. Then something's wrong. Then they're riding the short bus. Okay, Kami. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, American chocolate sucks. Come on. Hey, guys. Liz is a pinko. (laughs) And... Communism was just a red herring. Red herring. (laughs) (laughs) So, listen, um, at the end of the day, folks, uh, people talk, they say things, and especially gamers. And when we see see devs leaving, okay, um, as I said before, I'll say it again, it's not necessarily the sign of the times. The stars are not falling down around our ears. Unless you're in Craigalorn. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. Unless you're a Craglord, <laughs> then fortunately it is. Those celestials, yeah. Everything's falling. Um, you know, Paul Sage left, Maria Alaprando left, Nick Conco left. These people are in were were there to help build the game, make it awesome, help it keep it afloat for a year or two after it, it uh 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 launched and then and then, you know, who knows after that. They want to stay, stay. If not, you know, it's no big mm. deal apparently. It doesn't mean that the game is terrible. It doesn't mean that the game is losing subscribers or it's losing interest or it's not making money. And it's not that, you know, the culture over there is terrible. If, if that were the truth, then we wouldn't get ESO live every other week like we do. And we wouldn't see them having a good time and talking and trying to improve the game. We would, we would see big companies like EA buying them out and just turning it straight into crap and then downsizing their entire development team uh going out the door not not big name developers like this but you know little guys that that you know really build the game and you know we rely on every day and don't even know about it they'd be leaving in droves and you make a very good point i'm sorry to interrupt but those eso lives do you see how like happy they are either they're phenomenal actors or they're happy with their jobs which also means something is going well yeah yeah you know, I mean, sure, that or they've been drinking since nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Just learn <laughs> yeah. to read people, read people's emotions, and and yeah, they're easy going. You can tell when things are a little bit stressful there. You can definitely tell on their faces. Uh yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. Um, and you can tell when they're worried about something, and mm-hmm. you know, you, you just see it. So listen, um, Paul Sage is a great guy. He came on this show when he could not, he didn't, he never once ever had to talk to us. He spoke, he spoke to me uh, in person many different times. We've interviewed him on this show many different times. He is a nice guy. He's very talented and extremely generous with, you know, folks like ourselves who he understands they really care about the game and they want to hear from the horse's mouth, essentially what's going on with it. And, and, um, it takes a real special person to recognize that and then deliver, and he did it time and time and time again. So from all of us to you, Paul Sage, thank you for everything that you've done for Elder Scrolls Online. Um, we appreciate it. We always have, and we wish you all the success in the world moving forward at Gearbox and beyond. And also, everything is awesome! <laughs> <laughs> we expect to see more crazy shirts in Borderlands. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yandros. Mm. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got something very, very, very important to announce here on the show. Um, I want you to know that this happened uh, from, from a direct need. 
this happened for for people who who have been asking many times throughout the last year and a half. Uh, we've said we were going to do this, and then we said we were not going to do this because of manpower. Uh, we just don't have the ability. And, and really, um, there's things that we don't have the ability to do, but what we do actually have the ability to do, if we do it the right way, if we co coordinate it, we can make guilds for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. What? <gasps> we can do it. So all the me telling those people that keep asking... You Liz can, has egg on her face now. You can now... No, I'm thankful to... Say that we we have actually done this. Yay! We have Yay! Xbox One and PlayStation 4 guilds. Are they set up? Yeah, they, they are. Done. Ready to and go. And who will be leading these things? Well... Certainly not I. <laughs> the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Um... <laughs> Myself and uh, and uh, and uh, Yandros, we yeah. are we are we are leading these guilds. Um, so so uh, Yandros, I am going to uh, humbly humbly give you the floor on this because you're the your your comments and suggestions about the guilds and ideas about these guilds really uh, made me think about the idea in a different light. And uh, I want you to sort of explain to people what they can expect from your Xbox One guild. And my PlayStation 4 guild. So, get the transfer from the PC over to the Xbox. Great. Ready to go. Log into Xbox. Get past all the uh, zone chat. And uh, you realize that you can actually turn the damn stuff off if you want to turn it off. Mm -hmm. um, but listening into the game chat, the amount of people, and I've got to say this, and, and people may listen to this podcast later, that have played all of the Elder Scrolls games, and have now gone into Elder Scrolls Online for the first time as an MMO, have no idea what to do. Now, coming from the PC side, it was kind of like, I, I was just hearing random conversations, and I'm person that I am. I jump in, I help people out. We go off, I take them around, I tell them how to do things. Trying to join a guild in Xbox, and I don't, have, I don't play PlayStation, but because you've only got the chat, you don't have any text, it's really, really hard. So you've got the zone chat, which is great, but it doesn't go out very far. Um, you can't talk to groups. You, you can if you create friends and you create groups of people you already know. Not a problem. The, the chat system works really, really well. So I will give them some kudos on that. It's, it's a nice system. I actually quite enjoy it. The random stuff, you can, if it annoys you, you can just turn it off. You don't have to listen to people's living room conversations, blah, blah, blah. But there are a lot of people on the game that were just saying, I don't know what to do. I mean, I've played Skyrim. I've played Morrowind. Why can't I steal a horse? Where do I get a horse from? Why, am I, why has everybody got horses I don't? Where do I get one from? <laughs> they had no idea how to do it. I spent a fortune just buying people horses because I was helping them out because they were going too slow. So I just buy them a horse. <laughs> off we go. Wow. And, then, and we're cre I created a, a small guild, invited them in, and I was just enjoying the fact I was helping people out. And, and when Avon and I got talking, I said, you know, you, people, it is so difficult to find a guild. You can't advertise unless you go to the websites. And not everybody, yeah. gamers go to websites, but not everybody goes to a website. So people were just stood there at a shrine saying, help, what do I do? I have no idea. Where, where do I go next? How do I get to a group? How do I join? I, I 
there was so many people I couldn't even join in. And I, and I was trying to grab people together. We went off. And, and even my VR14, I took people through dungeons that were levels 7 to 12, just taking them through, showing them how to play the game and just healing them so they didn't die and, and get nothing out of it. They loved it. Then I bought them. I took them to a stable, bought them a horse, took, showed them how to feed the horse. I mean, they, they just had no idea. Wow. So it, it kind of got to a point where I, I, I mentioned to Avar and I said, you know what? If, if we, you've got a game, you've got a show, you can, you can push this stuff out. People are looking for guilds to join that have just come from an Elder Scrolls game. They have no idea what to do, where to go, how to join up. And, and on the Xbox, you, you can't even look to see if a guild already exists. It's not that you can search, does ESOTR exist in the game? Can I go join it? Who do I apply to? There's nothing. So you really need some other forum, whether it's a website, a podcast, or something to say, here it is, here's the contact, you know, speak to these people, get in the guild. Once I did that and got a small group together, they had a blast. They loved the game, they loved the idea, they loved the fact that they could just do stuff, go to places, do delves, uh, jump into activities, and uh, some of them were on the verge of just saying, I've had enough, I'm ready to quit. And I thought, that's just a shame, because it's... That piece of it is just not... You don't have text. You just can't type stuff out. You can only talk to people that are in your zone. And if they're outside of that area, and it's a very short area, and just, and just as an example of that, if you've not experienced it, and you're not on the Xbox and, and PlayStation, if you stand at the shrine in what the, the starting place, Vocal Guard or whatever it is, and if you stand at the shrine and you run north, and... Even if you get to that lighthouse, if you're familiar with the location, you cannot hear zone chat anymore. You're gone. And, and you just won't hear it. And it fades off as you walk away. So it's a pretty cool system. But it doesn't, it, it, it's just not geared up for allowing people to communicate effectively. So you need something else. And that's why it would be a good idea to just get something out there to let people join up. And no, we're not going to go crazy with some of the activities, but is somewhere that you've got a group and you can talk within the guild group and that's the biggest advantage you create the group you put people in your friends you can join the channel your group guild group you can join the channel and it doesn't matter where you are in Tamriel you can you can communicate with each other and get organized outside of that I gotta say is as good as they've tried to get it it sucks it really, does. it really would help if their help files were better. Their help files are really terrible. Um, this one. I mean, when people don't even know where to go to, to get a horse, and they, they were looking around trying to steal one. I mean, it's, it's, like... it's yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you this: th this show was built on on the idea of of let's let's share our love for Skyrim. As a community, that was one of the things that that um, you know we we stood on as a platform for for uh, for the show, and you know we've never gone away from that. And you know it it kills me when when Yandros told me that there's people on the Xbox One who enjoy this game, but they just don't know what to do, where to go, who to talk to, and that it drives me nuts to hear something like that. And he mm -hmm. said, you know, if we approach these guilds. From the perspective of this is just a place for, you know, people who listen to the show to get together and and just sort of help each other out. Um, you know, we don't need to get crazy with the events. Uh, just just sort of be a place for, for people to help out and say, you know, come here. 
you know, if you got questions, we'll answer them. You know, we'll we'll you know talk about you know whatever. It's just a social meeting place. Then that's easily manageable, um, and 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 we'll allow all of the factions to to join one guild, and we'll keep the name ultra easy. So so here it is. Doesn't matter if you're on the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four. The name of the guild is simply ESOTR. ESOTR is the name of the guild. So uh, you can join ESOTR on the Xbox One by messaging Jones W sixty seven for invites or Rojas1096 on PlayStation 4. That's R-O-J-A-S-1096. Send me an email. Send uh, send Yandros an email uh, in-game. Say, hey, I want to join, and we'll get you in. We'll, uh, yep. we'll, we'll, we'll add you to, to the guild. Again, that's JonesW67 on Xbox One. And for PlayStation 4, it's Rojas1096. R-O-J-A-S-1096. Now, uh, Yandros's guild is an AD guild. Now, hold my, hold my. Here Sorry. we go. Go ahead. <laughs> now I'm just saying, Ultima, AD, Ultima, Ultima, gotcha. Yep. Um, that only matters in PvP. Okay, mm-hmm. where Yandros's guild is going to accept all factions. All right, and those who are in the same faction will be able to to do dungeons and and Craglorn together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, PlayStation 4, okay. Uh, ESOTR on the PlayStation 4 is a DC guild. What? Uh, yeah, it's a DC guild. Okay. Um, doesn't matter what faction you're from, okay. We're gonna we're we're gonna invite you into the guild. You can be from any faction. We'll bring you in. But if we go, if if PVPing happens, if if you PVP, you got to fight for the DC. That's that's how that rolls. On PlayStation. Right on PlayStation. All right, guys. So that's it. We finally have guilds where they're ready to uh, they're ready to accept new people. Start sending uh, start sending emails uh, in game to Jones W sixty seven on the Xbox One and Rojas ten ninety six R O J A S one zero nine six on the PlayStation Four, and we'll get you in. Also, ne- neither Rage nor I have either of these consoles, or Mike have any of these consoles. Please don't ask us because we can't do it. Yep. I mean, we could pass along word, but that takes a lot. Well, um, <laughs> Yeah, if it ever comes for PlayStation 3, then I can help you, but, you know. <laughs> My wife will, will definitely lose her, you know what, if uh, I get a PlayStation and <gasps> Xbox One. Because uh, PS3 was only a year and a half, and then I got a new computer. <laughs> um, what else can we say about this? Uh, so, yeah, just send us send us the uh, the emails, and we'll, uh, we'll get you in. Um, so there it is. It's All right, more guys. For the social and grouping side. What's that? It's more for the social and grouping side, just to help people out. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Tamriel's rumors is starting up right now. As soon as I uh, find the bumper for that. <laughs> Where the hell did this thing go? Oh, here it is. <laughs> Oh my god, Becky, did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. She must be like a rap guy's girlfriend. 
<laughs> well, as per this week's episode of ESO Live, community managers Jessica Falsam and Gina Bruno stated that more info on the Imperial City will be released this Monday, July 13th. More Yay. info, finally, on Imperial City. Uh, with this being the next major update coming for ESO, and one of the most anticipated ones since it was announced last year, what are we hoping to hear in re- on uh, on Monday um, in regards to Imperial City? Uh, uh, an announcement date, of course, is floating out there. It's probably number one on everyone's minds. Uh, that aside, okay, let's uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Mike. Uh, what what do you want to hear about Imperial City? Uh, cost, because uh, this will probably be the first one that we either have to buy outright or it will come as part of the ESO plus membership. So, all right. What about you, Rob? It's it's hard to say. I mean, the the only thing that we really know about the Imperial City is that it's coming so the type of you know the type of stuff that i would like to hear about i mean they talked a little bit about at at quakecon last year but that's like almost a year ago so a lot of that stuff i'm sure has changed uh i i like the whole concept that they talked about where there is a public dungeon that only your faction can access when your faction has control of the Imperial City. I like that that whole concept. Um, as far as a release date, I don't think we're going to know exactly when this comes because they've never, like, with the exception of update, you know, one point six. They announced that that was coming seventeen March. That was the only one that they announced was coming on a date. It's always been we are uploading this update on. This day, like the day before, is is when they <laughs> announce when it's happening. So we just have to just have to wait and see. I mean, I'm excited for the Imperial City now that I'm doing PvP a lot. Uh, so I'm I'm eager to jump in there too. So, what about you, Liz? Imperial City. What do you What do you want to hear about? I don't like to get hyped up for stuff that I don't know when it's coming. <laughs> but it's I coming. Don't know. That's I mean, fair. literally, like like Rob said that we don't know anything about it. So what am I supposed to get? you know, hyped up about. I mean, there's there are people, when I talk to them in chat or talk to them in PvP, they're like, oh, well, we'll just wait for Imperial City. We'll see. Uh, you don't know what's coming. You don't yeah, know. Well, you all don't right. Know. Yeah, I get that. But, I mean, um, out of out of all the things that run through your mind about Imperial City, is there is there something that, that you'd like to hear about? Uh, I mean, you say you know nothing about it um, and that, you know, we haven't been told really anything at all. And that's that's true. Um, what I mean, as a person who PvPs a lot, I mean a lot, a lot, uh, and has gotten oh, very really. good at PvPing. Um, you know the system very well. Uh, what, what do you? What, what would you want to hear about in regards to the Imperial City? I don't even know. I that's how much I. I just don't know at yeah. all. Uh, from lingering in uh, um, Reddit the last couple of hours here before uh, the show started. Two things that I do know. We will be getting the new piece of armor, the um, the Daedric... Um, it, uh, no, the Ziffer, I think it is. Uh, so we're supposed to be getting a new piece of armor set uh, 
to go with it. And then we're supposed to be getting an arena. So the arena inside the Imperial City will be open for duels and for PvE events. Nuh-uh. So, oh, cool. Oh, so great so. for duels for us healers. We're going to really love that. But you might be able to go in as a team and do a PvE event. Oh. Oh, okay. Facing monsters, things like that. Or you might be able to go in and challenge Rage and uh, take on the DC inside the arena. Oh, okay, fun. so that makes it so that people that uh, want to go out in the field and duel and uh, uh, not attack their, their enemies that are close, uh, they can't be uh, called spies anymore and then get into fights in zone chat about, I'm allowed to be do whatever I want. I don't want to hit my guildmates. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's for you people PvP now. Is. You can duel now out, without being out in public. But that, that would be cool. So, so Yandros, what, what about you? What do you want to hear about with Imperial City? Well, if it stays as the original intent, where you've got the, uh, the, the kind of dungeon, and if you own it, you can go into it, like Rob was saying. I'm excited, because I'm, I'm more of a PvE person than a PvP. I, I PvP, and I like it, but I'm oh, more of a PvE side. Nope. Okay. So I, <laughs> I enjoy it. So if they stay with that, where if you, you know, the, the PvP fight goes on, you capture Imperial City, you can then go in there. I'm a big crafter. I do a lot of PvE. Uh, yeah, great. I mean, I love the idea of going in there. I I don't know if that's still the intent. I mean, there's yeah. the, the talk of the arena now is that replaced what was going to be this open dungeon that you could stay in there, a bit like if ever you played WoW and you could do certain areas in the Dark Age of Camelot, you could do the same thing. Um, if that's still the intent, great. Love it. Really on board. If it's just, yeah, you've got the Imperial City and you've got an arena and you can do stuff, um, maybe they've changed. I, I don't know. I don't think we've had enough information. So what I found here is Imperial City is accessed when your alliance controls all six of their home keeps. Uh, Imperial City's surface has six districts, the Market, the Arboretum, the Temple, the Elven Gardens, the Noble District, and the Arena. Uh, some of these districts may be captured by your alliance. Uh, the Zivkin or Imperial Daedric Armor is to be crafted exclusively within the Imperial City. Uh, the city might be entered through the sewers located on each of the city aisles. Uh, the arena is both PvE and PvP, but is not instanced. <laughs> it uh, is predicted that many cross-faction duels will be taking place. Uh, and that the city contains many quests, daily quests, achievements, bosses, gears, weapon. Siege weapons will be usable within the city. Is this a Zoss statement or just a Reddit statement? Uh, this is on Reddit from, uh, let's see here, what this uh, poster had pulled from uh, the ESO Live yeah, and we've reported on on all of that, but you know, the fact is, is uh, that was a year ago, and no one yeah. no one remembers yep. this crap anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and we, I kind I tend to think that maybe we're made to not remember it because uh, they've they've really have not said much about it at all. They haven't said anything about it at all um, beyond the the initial announcement and a couple of things here and there in the in the uh, following months, and then that was it. Uh, really, nothing since. I think after November. Um, other than they're still working on it, um, you know, I really don't know what what uh, what to expect in regards to the Imperial City. I guess what I'm looking forward to hearing about is how how Zoss expects the Imperial City to to overall affect the experience in Cyrodiil. I know once your faction um, supposedly what they said earlier was once your faction caps. Um, all of the keeps around the Imperial City, then the Imperial City opens up for your faction. 
Um, I can't imagine what kind of fighting would exist if it was just your faction. So either I misheard or they misspoke or I just didn't hear the right thing, I'm sure. Well, it's, it's that other faction can still be in there when the ownership changes. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, when uh, the ownership changes... God, I'm just all I can hear when I'm hearing this is is the buttheads in my head that never want to give up the emperor or whatever. Ugh. Well, it could also be that uh, certain aspects, like they said, you can c- capture certain areas. So maybe it'll be that you can capture an area of the imperial district and enter that way instead of control of like the because you figure the control is probably going to be the crafting area, the area that they're going to want. You know, the public dungeon or the public dungeons. The crafting area. All right. All right, guys. Uh, anything else from anyone else before we move on? Okay. Uh, we've got a couple of emails that we're going to read out. Um, guild updates, really kind of minimal. Uh, there wasn't anything in uh, in uh, Tamrielic holidays this week, unfortunately. Uh, next week we'll have a couple. Uh, this week there were none. So we're going to get right into your emails in just a second. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. All right, guys. Uh, So this one comes from Justin, who says, Good morning. Listening to your last show, I had a thought. Imagine for Elder Scrolls VI, Bethesda released Elder Scrolls VI, Valen would end Elder Scrolls VI elsewhere. Could be Morrowind, Mainland, and Black Marsh. Doesn't matter. Uh, You could buy either and have full Elder Scrolls experience with a main quest and all, or you could buy both and walk between the provinces. Uh, provinces. Maybe there could be a main quest that requires both. Then, when you have completed the main quest, imagine there's a caravan leader or ship captain or whatever, and this person asks you to, uh, to asks, asks if you want to save your stats. For later, uh, for later import into Elder Scrolls 7, Somerset Isles, or whatever. Uh, you can play the same character or create a new one that has similar stats and may come with your followers or whatever else you can imagine. Tell me what you think. Uh, one more thing. The last time there was a Dragonborn running around, he conquered all of Tamriel. I think it could be really cool to hear rumors in the taverns of the Dragonborn conquering some of the other provinces. Pro- provinces. Assuming it's reasonable in the timeline. Again, what do you think? Thank you, Justin. So, Elder Scrolls Six, a dual release of Valenwood and Elsewhere. Man, oh man, oh man! Quite the idea. Uh, what do you think, Yandros? What do you think of that? Uh, I think you're muted, buddy. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> it happens. I played, I played Scar of that. So I played Skyrim. I didn't really play the others. I'm more of an MMO player. Probably not going to play it. No. Okay. What? Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Wow. Um. All right. No. No. It's, it's, it's okay. Uh. So. So, Mike, what about you? This is actually a really cool idea. Um. You know, we have been talking that looking at the map size, Valenwood and elsewhere are too small to be on their own you know, based on current standards of game size, but to have a caravan where you could, you know, travel back and forth between the provinces or some other aspect where your province locked 
and then uh, open up the other province to travel back and forth is a really cool idea. Okay. Um, Rob, Liz, what do you think? This is a very ambitious idea. Uh, I like it. I like the premise behind it. Um, the the concept of importing from Elder Scrolls Six to Elder Scrolls Seven, I think, might be a little far fetched. Uh, has somebody been playing Mass Effect? Exactly. Because I mean, that, that, that's you know a, a great idea. That's one of the things I liked about the Mass Effect games. Um, but I I don't know if that's going to happen because Bethesda does like to keep the storylines of of their Elder Scrolls games primarily separate so I, I i don't think that that would happen it would be cool you know i, I would love to see that uh but i don't think it's gonna happen but i would definitely like to see a dual province um elder scrolls 6 i don't know about it being sold in two parts i think that that might be seen as a cash grabby hmm yeah i, I don't know if they'd have the uh, development time to really do something like that but i mean It'd be pretty cool if they did. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Liz? Um, I was confused after they talked about the two different places. So okay. I was lost. So essentially, essentially, Elder Scrolls Six comes out, right? It takes place in two different places. It takes place in Valenwood and then... Uh, what was the other one he said? Elsewhere. Elsewhere, right? And you, you can buy one, Valenwood, or you can buy the other, Elsewhere. Or you could buy both and experience a story that happens between the two provinces. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it, it is. It is. I mean, it'll, it'll never happen, but I'm just thinking, like, just the uh, general idea itself. Uh, hey, you it's know what? Cool. He gets an A for effort on thinking yeah. about that. I, thinking of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I... You know, Justin, I really, you know, don't... You know, I don't want you to think that we're... Uh, Oh yeah, we're not knocking you at all. Yeah, I'm like, literally, yeah, we, we're, but I'm we're to be honest, I'm really tired, and and that's all I can think of. Yeah, and I get rude when I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's essentially Elder Scrolls six and seven released at the same time is essentially what that is, and then it like works together. <laughs> oh, so I'll have grandchildren by that point. <laughs> all right. Um, this one comes from Chris. He says, Fusorda ESOTR crew, I wanted to reach out after listening to your last podcast about what you mentioned on the Elder Scrolls six. When you quoted Todd Howard, I think that most of you focused a little too much on the fear and hype of the Internet's opinion rather than looking at what Todd actually said. Uh, he said that they don't necessarily want to be the company that only switches back and forth constantly between Fallout and Elder Scrolls. He actually never said they wouldn't make an Elder Scrolls 6. He just let his comment point to the possibility of their making something that does not follow a, a Fallout Four, Elder Scrolls Six, Fallout Five, Elder Scrolls Seven, pattern. If I had to guess, based on how big Elder Scrolls is for them and their fans, we don't need to worry about they're not making another. They will make one, but they'll make it when they are ready to, and when they have something that will be good for it. I don't know for sure about you guys, but I'd rather they make a game when they have a good idea for it and are excited for it, rather than because they feel they have to. Bare minimum, if they start excited, if they start excited, they'll make a better game. I hope you have a great recording, and am looking forward to listening to the podcast when you post it, Chris. 
Uh, so Chris, yeah, we I totally agree with you. Um, you're 100 percent right on on the uh, the last part there. Um, I believe we we did mention uh, what you said in the beginning, which is why we did have it in the rumors section in the first place. Uh, we really just kind of like to knock around the idea of is there going to be an Elder Scroll Six or not, um, and when it's going to come out is really what we really like to knock around. Uh, but the 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 uh, general fear that the the internet had in regards to are they going to do this or not is uh, is is quite you know it's palpable you know they 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 are afraid of it after that that quote. Um, so, well we'll see we'll see. I'm not and we know the internet is always right because apparently we're we're not doing a show anymore or something. Right? So what was it? <laughs> yes. Apparently. We haven't canceled the show, guys. We're we're, just, we're still doing them. Yeah, the streaming network went under. No more shows ever again. Yeah, did, that's it. Did we say why we were saying that earlier? Because there was a forum post that somebody thought somebody thought we were gone or yeah. something. I thought it would taken off because I hadn't been on for three weeks. Yeah, it's gone away. <laughs> hysterical. Twenty four hour yeah. news cycle. Where you know three weeks is too long. Exactly. It's it's hysterical. Uh, not to mention the fact that I mean, yes, QGN is going under. We're adding two new shows at the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're screwed. Bye, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, that is the end of our show. Um, I just want to uh, thank uh, Yandros for being here, um, for, for sticking it out with us. I know the show went very long, but we had a lot to say about a lot of different things. And it didn't drop. Uh, no. Oh. And, and that is another thing I want to call out. Uh, thank you to Optimum Online for doing everything you needed to do. Not the least of which, putting up with me, uh, getting those crews out here right now. This has to be done this week. Well, why does it have to be done this week? Because next week doesn't exist for you folks. I have to go back to work. I will not be able to follow up on this. It has to be done this week. <laughs> uh, get out here now and fix it. So and you said this in uniform and all that, right? Might as well have been wearing mm-hmm. it. You're a scary dude, dude. Sorry. <laughs> oh God! I thought the call dropped, and I was like, oh, "I'm ready." <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. All right, guys. So, uh, so where can you get the show? Uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and of course, QuestGamingNetwork.com, and of course on uh, on YouTube, YouTube.com/QuestGamingNetwork. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com/QuestGamingNetwork. Uh, you can tweet us at Elder Scrolls OTR. And, of course, we do our show live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Network. Next episode will be, hopefully, recorded uh, Monday, July 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And the next episode of Classic will be Sunday, the 12th of uh, July at 11 a.m. Eastern. Hopefully, uh, if my work schedule permits, of course. A lot of overtime, guys. Uh, Mark's Battle Spire will continue Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget, Dancing with Daggers, Friday nights at 10.30 p.m. Eastern as well. All, all Elder Scrolls, lots of fun. Final thoughts. Uh, let's start with our guest, Yandros. Oh, really enjoyed. I've always uh, listened to every episode, and it's been an opportunity oh. to get onto this and and. Do some other than crag along with you guys. It's been fun, so I've really enjoyed it. A lot of stuff coming up. Um, I'm so excited for the game. I'm still trying. I'm, I'm in that middle ground right now. I really like playing on the Xbox. Uh, the controller, once you get used to it, and I will say for those moving from the PC and playing on the Xbox, it's a little different. 
But once you get used to it, it's actually kind of cool to sit back on the sofa and just look at the big screen and just play Elder Scrolls. And I've created a new character on there, running it through, different to the PC side. But I'm still jumping between both. One thing I will say, and I know I don't get the Rage of the Week and all that kind of stuff, but one thing I will say here is I, it, it really annoys me. I have a Plus account on the PC, or I play on Mac, but PC. On the, on the Xbox, if I want the same 1,500 crown stores and all that, I've got to go buy it again. And I've got to choose a console now if I want to have a, a Plus account. I don't understand what, what Zoss, from a, from a you know, marketing point of view, has to gain. There's a very few people that I believe will have a, will have a Plus account on both platforms. And if you're on three platforms, they're never going to do it. It's not like they're losing revenue. But if I've got a Plus account on one of them, why not give me the 1,500 crowns on all of them? And give me the bonuses on all of them. Why is it you've got to go do it multiple times? And I, I don't get it. I mean, it's all linked anyway. They could do it really easily. So that, that winds me, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to stay on the PC or stay on the Xbox. All my, accounts, all my characters are transferred, so it's kind of okay. But um, I don't know. A lot of people are probably in the same situation. What platform do you want to stay on if now they've given this opportunity for those uh, cross-platform options? Oh, that's a but good. other than that... It's 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 a little frustrating, and I'm, I've got a f- couple of friends that have switched, and they've gone to Xbox only, and uh, they they've they're staying with there, and they don't want to come back, and they love the game, and it is fun, it is fun when you get past the the chat system, um, but yeah, but other than that, appreciate the opportunity being on here, talking to you guys, and it's been fun. Oh, well, I agree, it's been great having you. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for for leading the uh, the Xbox One um, Guild yes. ESOTR. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what about you? Final thoughts? Uh, I'm getting ready for bed here, I think, because the pain medicines for my broken crown, I think, have taken their toll on me today. Set, oh, you got it. a broken crown? I'm so sorry. That's the second time they've replaced it, so... Oh, it's... God, that so sucks. Yeah. Sorry. As someone whose teeth cost more than, than a car, I understand about <laughs> <Dude> pain. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, well uh, hopefully Mike will be able to get some good rest. <laughs> Hope you feel better, man. Uh, Rob, what about you? Final thoughts? There's a lot of changes that are going to be coming. Uh, a lot of a lot of good, or well, a, a lot that people are going to like, a lot that people are not going to like. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see where the road takes us. And uh, you know, either way, I have I still have faith in the game, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But they owe me. My my drag waxes and yeah. my tempering alloys. <laughs> you sons of <laughs> of anarchy. Now <laughs> 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 yeah, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man! That's some bullshit. Ah, come on, rage of the week. End it off strong. All right, Liz, what about you? Your final thoughts? Uh, that alarm that went off about half an hour ago was something I need to go to the store. So um, final thoughts, I love you guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thanks for sticking it out with me, guys. I know this was a long show, uh, but we had a lot to get out, and uh, this was a big week. Uh, chat room, thank you so much for, for being here. We love uh, we love it when you uh, give us your comments all during the show, and today you certainly have. Um, podcast listeners, thank you again for, for finding us on iTunes and for Stitcher Radio and on QuestGamingNetwork.com. Thank you so much for listening. And for you out there uh, watching us on YouTube, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate the uh, the views, of course. Uh, please 
hit the subscribe button that's probably above me. Yeah, there we go, right up there. It's, <laughs> hit that subscribe button if you have not already subscribed. And uh, keep in touch with, with us at Quest Gaming Network regarding this show, Classic, all the different streams that we do, um, all the different podcasts that we do as well. We've got two more coming out uh, by the end of uh, this month. We've got two brand new shows coming to Quest Gaming Network. They're also going to hit YouTube. You don't want to miss them. They're going to be awesome. With Is that, that Hello Kitty Island? A Hello Kitty Island adventure, of course, will be, will be <laughs> among them. Uh, with that, as always, take care, everyone. Be safe and may the fps be with you. I'm gonna come over there and shove it all up your ass. <laughs> I know where you live and I've seen where you sleep. <laughs> I swear to God, your mothers will cry when they see what I've done to you. Wow. <laughs> wow, when, when I listen to the podcast, this show sounds so professional. I didn't realize all this took place beforehand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh and we have to be nice to Liz today because she had a hard day at work. That wasn't hard, it was just long. <laughs> Hard. That's what she said. Long. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god, my phone is so stupid. Stop it, stupid phone. Alright. Um Here we go. Let's see. My my son wanted me to teach him how to do a proper wrecking blow with a uh with a cardboard tube, does that count? It does. Yes. Okay. I think so. In fact, yeah. going for a vote. Excellent. Okay. Then I'm being totally serious. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I told a skinny bitch up. today that uh, no matter how hard she wishes, the chocolate still has calories in it. I love I love angry southern woman. It's like picking up a piece of shit with a doily. <laughs> 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 Who's <laughs> 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 <laughs>